All right, welcome to the Bird Sports Performance Podcast. I'm here with the great Louis Simmons, my mentor of mine. I've, I've been up here three times, and he's helped me train some of the best, the strongest girls in Pennsylvania, the fastest girls in Pennsylvania. So I thank him for this, and I'm, I wanted to get you in this podcast, man, and just uh, let everybody else know how, how, you know, how what you changed the strength and conditioning world forever, you know. So, now, how did you get your start? How did you get your start, man? You was dip back, you was, how'd you get into powerlifting, first of all? Uh, well, when I was 14, I started, uh, 12, I started to train with weights back in the Olympic lifting in the early 60s. And, and so I Olympic lifted for four years, and I went to my first power meet in 1966, right before I got drafted. And I went to my, when I saw these power lifters, I said, I'll never Olympic lift again. <laughs> They're just so much stronger and more powerful. Yeah. And that's why I switched and got into powerlifting. Yeah. And then, and then, so like you started out by yourself. Who taught you? You just started lifting weights and squatting. I, I had no mentors. When I was in the army, I got a body magnet called Muscle Power Builder, and I had the West Side Barbell Club from Culver City, California. Yeah. Talk about box squats. So when I was 14, I weighed 140, and I squatted 410. Wow. And I did it to 475. <laughs> at 410. I mean, I was a manual laborer. I started manual laboring work at 12 years old. Yeah. But at 18 years old, wow. I squatted 410. <laughs> and so I got that book and they talked about box squats. So I said, I got nothing to lose. I box squatted for three months and I took a full squat 450. Three months later, 500. Wow. I ended up with no gear, two hour weigh in. Uh, in 1973, I, I squatted 665 in the meet. Wow. It was never turned in, but they did turn it 630. And there's no gear, no wraps, no power belts, and two hour weigh in with a 670 deadlift. The box squats brought my deadlifts way up too. Wow. Five and a quarter to wow. um, 670. And uh, I used their method because they used rack poles and box poles and reverse, and uh, they had no reverse hybrid, back raises. And Bill, Bill Starr did the very same thing. He had an article, if you want to deadlift, don't deadlift. Yeah. So I followed his uh, prescription and it was basically the same. What, so what kind of, how'd you build your deadlift up? Different variations? Rack poles, I lived on good mornings. Gotcha. I could do 435 for five in a good morning at 180. Bend over Wow. Good morning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back raise, I could I train by myself, I'm going to get 135 on my back, but I did 135 pound back raises. Wow. I watched Juan Marbazanowski at the Worlds here in 1970, 148 World Champion Olympic lifter. I watched him use two, 220 for fives, all the way down and all the way up Ooh. at 148. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it was strong. Now, did people start working out with you? What, what you started in your garage, right? Started my garage, I started my basement, went to my garage. And then in 19, I didn't have a training partner for six years. From 70 to 76, I started getting training partners. Who was the first person? Uh, Doug Heath, who set like one seven world championships. Wow. And a uh, bunch of pitch world runs. Gary Sanger, uh, number 198 in the world later on in 1984. He's a professor uh, of um, economics at LSU, the head, the head guy. Wow. And um, Tom Pellucci, uh, all these guys started coming. They found out about me from Ohio State. And it's funny, I went for no one. Six months to six. What? Yeah, and in 1980, we won the national championships out of my garage. Team title. <laughs> you said you had you worked manual labor and you just come home and they they made you work out. You was tired after double shift. As soon as I got home, I went straight right through my house to the garage. You didn't better <laughs> stop. And they were waiting <laughs> on me. Well, how late did you lift after work? As soon as I got home, I went out and lifted. Dang. Yeah. And I, I, what? Sit four, five days a week, six days a week? 
we trained four days a week back then. I didn't do extra workouts at that time. I did a lot of manual labor. As I got older and didn't have to work anymore, uh, this was starting in 1993, um, I would do a minimum of 10 workouts a week. Wow. But a lot of people cannot do this. Right. I just have an incredibly high work capacity when I do Wow. All small. Four major workouts like you guys are nose to. And then it's all single joint. Tons of, I lived on a glued ham race, heavy reverse hypers, um, pulling sleds. And sleds made me stronger than weights. How much do you do in the reverse hyper? What's that? What, how, 50% of your I mind? use 480 for four sets of 10 in the morning, four sets at night, okay. um, four times a week. You doing you doing twice a twice a day? So twice a day. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, people don't realize that's a lot of volume. That people struggle to get volume. Well, you talk about onslaught of muscular soreness, right? I never had it because I trained every. I trained at like you know now at seven in the morning and I trained at four in the afternoon. So <laughs> I, the time soreness set in, I was working out again. Back there, you doing sled sled walk, sled pulling? Yes. Yeah. I rubbed. I, I blew my patella tendon off at of ninety one. Yeah. And. Um, Tell us that story. Go in that story. How did it happen? Well, I hurt my knee. I heard it at work in 1986, and I, I felt it tear, but in 1991, I blew it off. My wow. knee kept on the side of my leg. Wow. And so I recovered, but then my friend from Sweden, my friend from Sweden goes, uh, shows up, yeah. and uh, I, and he's going back home for a while. And I said, find out what they're doing over there. The Finns had all these deadlifts. Yeah. And he goes, they don't know, but they were all lumberjacks. They pull woods. They pull wood out of the... Out of the you know, the force. The force, so I said, yeah. Well, I'll start pulling the sled, pushing the about It fixed me right up. And then that was in 91. In 2002, when I was 52, I squatted 920, the second biggest squat in the, in the world. Wow. We're only behind Eddie Cohen. We all know who Eddie is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the freak, freak, the freak, freak. right there. <laughs> and it was because of the sled pulls and, you know. When did you, get, you move, out of, move out of the garage and get a commercial gym? I only had a commercial gym for a while because a guy owed me a lot of money in a suntan bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go in business with it, get my money back. Why well, end up in the gym? Oh, the worst wow. thing I ever did, I hated it. You like you like training in a normal gym, right? No, <laughs> the normal people in there. Normal people only give you normal results. Right, you need crazy people. That's right. <laughs> now, when did you? Now, when did you just go? When did you open your first powerlifting gym? Well, in my garage. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I, know, I started in 1970. I was going to beach. I had the biggest stone in the world in 1973. Now, so it's when I first broke my lower back. I was on crutches for 10 months. You started writing articles at that time? I started writing articles in 1988. You know, everybody wants to write an article, right? I did the Russian training for six years, then I wrote my first article. I did change for a year and a half. We went to three meets. We broke all kinds of records. I wrote my first article about change. Same thing with bands. Go into the story how you uh, got into the, you got hurt, you got hurt, I think, right? And you got, you, you got into Russian training, Russian manners. When did, how did, tell us that story. Well, I got in rush to train because I broke my back again in 1981. And you were doing good mornings? Uh, I think it was, uh, I was running a crane still, and I had to drive in Cincinnati, run a crane nine hours, drive it's two hours away, drive okay. back here, and then squat. Oh. And for 18 weeks in a row, I walked, walked out, there's no model. I walked out between eight and 900 pounds. Wow. And uh, box squatting, and Ooh. I fractured my lower back, and I think I had a leg fracture. Ooh. So I said, there's got to be a better way to train, because yeah. oh, I wouldn't have diagnosed, and I couldn't lay down for 17 weeks. Damn. So at that point, I said, there's got to be a better way to train. I bought all the rest of the training manuals. Yeah. And Bud said, you know, Lou, these are um, these are for classrooms. I said, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, if you don't know your, the science of the sport, you don't know anything. Right. So I did that, and that's what changed my life. And the total started going up from there, huh? Took right back off. Yep. <laughs> I made top 10 for 34 years. A lot of people were, anyone's ever done that. A lot of people were retired after a broken back. They've been said, forget this. Yeah. You, well, I don't have that attitude. Now, how did you? Now, you came up with the reverse hyper. Was that was that about that time? 
1973 when I broke my back and was on the crutches for 10 months. <laughs> no doctor was going to tell us that story. How you how you made the reverse hyper up? Well, I you know I broke my back. Lived in Ohio State. Yeah. Underneath the stadium back then, and I'd never. I always trained by myself. It was real quiet. Gotcha. It's too confusing out there. You lived underneath the stadium at Ohio State. Yeah. I didn't know where that. the gym was back then. At, okay. At the horseshoe. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then so I broke my back, and then uh, you know no one was going to fix me, and I, one day I mean this went on for my like ten months of still on crutches, and I, everything I'd ever done back raise, good morning, side back, I couldn't do any of this, and I thought so I tried to do a back raise and it killed me. As soon as I put pressure against my ankles to raise my body, I couldn't do it. So what if I did it in reverse? So I jumped on the rack, put two tuba twelves in there, jumped on top and raised my legs to rear. It didn't hurt, and it put it on my back. I thought maybe I'm onto something, so I started doing that. Heal myself, then I started adding weight with the belt, with plates, you know, hooked to the belt. Wow. That's how it started. Then I got my apply for my first patent in 1992. And did you notice it changed performance in your lifts? Oh, it's everything. <laughs> I mean, reverse hypers, I, I have to say can, I can't say will. Yeah. If a guy doesn't lift, um, you can put 100 pounds on a deadlift by doing reverse hypers. I've seen now, it. You know, everybody goes, you know, they'll say, why you have to do the lift? My question is, like, I said, oh, how much did you do deadlift the first time? Yeah, I go 405. So how'd you do it? You never did a fucking deadlift. Right, right. But you did 405. How'd you do that? <laughs> how did you run like X amount of miles an hour if you never ran the first time? Yeah. And they talk about kids not doing max effort. When you was a kid, did you not run as fast as you could? Right. And pick up as much as you can? <laughs> I don't know where this comes from. <laughs> you know, people that are not out in the field. Right. You have to have field experience. Right, right. Where did you get now? Where did you come up with? Well, did you always max out when you before the Russians? Where did you, where'd you come up with max, max effort? Max effort's the greatest method of strength training. Speak about max effort. People are scared of max effort. They want to get hurt. They don't think they're going to get hurt. Well, there's a saying at Westside, don't be scared. <laughs> you, know these you know these colleges, they, they, they're scared of max effort. Well, all you football coaches out there, if your boy's not doing max effort on the field, he's sitting on the bench. That's right. You need to think about that. <laughs> you got to max out. But the goji tendon will shut a person down. Gotcha. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a mechanism in the body that's automatically right. sets you down. Gotcha. It works through the muscles and the ligaments and tendons and uh, the other. The biotech reflex. So when you when you when you do max effort, do you how do you choose the exercise? Do you uh, pick the easiest one or the hardest one? We choose it at breakfast. Oh okay. Strength's measured in time. Right. It's not measured in weight really. It's measured in the time it takes to do the weight. Right. So we we'll always do two. We'll pick two max efforts. And so if we normally one's about ninety percent, get close to a record or a record or one more and we stop. If you go to a contest you only get three attempts. Gotcha. All right. So then we pick a second. So we do six max efforts one day, and you know for the low, for squat or dead, and six for the bench. They do squat and did the same day, sometimes. The squat and on max every day, yeah. it's either a squat or a deadlift or a gotcha. good morning. Gotcha. It could be a low box squat and a rack pull. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. If they if they can't get out of the bottom of the box, what's their max effort left? If what? If they can't get out of the bottom of the box. They well, can, we don't have anyone like that. Gotcha. We just build their glutes and the hamstrings with the. Gotcha. It what, never not be. What if they can't get out of the middle? Right. <laughs> what if they can't get out of the middle of the lift? Uh, they need to use bands. They need accommodating resistance. Go gotcha. read a freaking physics book. Talk about you that. Know, your, all you coaches that don't think you need bands or jeans, why is your car got gears in it? <laughs> why does it shift this? Right. It's called that's called mechanical power. Right. And speed strength training and intermediate weights is mechanical power. Wow. Alright. In case you don't know. <laughs> Talk about how you so you now you first talk about recovery resistance. You first chains came first. How, how talk about that? You came up with chain. You, you started using chains first, correct? Yeah, two old men told me about chains years ago. So I said, well, hell, I'll hook them up. So I hook up the chains and accommodated resistance. Okay. Right? 
and it worked. Like I said, we broke records the next three meets. But then Dick Parcel came to uh, Dave Williams at Liberty University told me if I used these bands, he'd pay me to use them. Tell him what to do. I said, I'm not gonna charge you. Well, Hartzell came to town the next week. I put these bands on my shoulders on his platform spots. I gotta have these bands. Well, then we, for a year and a half, we went to three more meets, we broke that record. Yeah. The difference between bands, it changed. It's a couple of different One, bands yeah. have overspeeded centers. Gotcha. And your band hooks up the same every time. Change do not. Gotcha. You know, how tall are you? 6'2". Okay, you're 6'2", and I'm 5'5". Right. If I use band, if I set up the band change for you, Yeah. You, if I set on the box, if I set on the box, if you're, my way, the chain's all on the ground. Yes. Right. It deloads But the bands are constant, no matter who you are, how tall you are. Like gotcha. Jeremy. They all use a, a blue, which is 250. Yeah. But Jeremy has to put a purple on because he's 4'5". Gotcha. He's the only one. Everyone else is all the same. Are you familiar with Hooke's Law of Elasticity? Yes. Okay. Go into that, though. Huh? Go into that. Go into that, Lamar. Well, at some point, see that band, people say, well, that boy is six foot five. He's a lot more work. Well, number one, if he's six five, he's got a lot more mass than I do. And that makes up for it. But it's not the vertical, it's the horizontal. People's long body, I had a kid 6'10, 915 deadlifter. Damn. And 6'7, 900. Siegel, what's his name? Siegel? Siegel, Steve Siegel. Chris Siegel. When they squat down, they will lean in like this, so the band gets way in front of them. It's the horizontal, not the vertical. Vertical means nothing. Gotcha. Horizontal. If you got long, you know, tall and long torso. Now, how do you how do you go about choosing the band resistance? Well, for speed strength, he's 25 to 33 percent band tension. Okay. Circumax near maximal weights, which we do before contest. We take a record, but not an all time. We, okay. we break a record, but we leave something in the bank, because then we take a we go down down 75 percent, then go to meet. So I had two delayed transformation phases. Gotcha. Go, go into that. That's, that's complicated. A lot of people have struggled with that. Go into that delayed transformation. Well, we set it up for our first week of training, which is, all right, I'm going to keep, you know, most people should use 75%. Yeah. So I'd use 75% this Friday. Next week, we would get a circumax. Okay. Then the next week, we go back to 75%. Yeah. Then we go to meet. So I've got two down weeks of delayed transformation phases. I, to the, it leads into the circumax phase. I use that same concept my sprinters before that championship meet. Ch uh, Charlie Charlie Francis used the same thing for Ben. I took yep. I took I took Charlie Francis's ten day taper and right. I do that. That's how I do it. Exactly. So. And a swim coach in Italy, all of his sprint, he does the same thing. Okay. Exactly the same. We had a guy, a professional uh, soccer player from Italy, come here, and I had Joel in here. Yeah. And he set up on the all our graphs. They were all the same. And he, <laughs> Joel was amazed. You know, three totally different sports. Powerlifting, sprinting, and swimming. The graphs are the same. Why? We're all human beings. We recover at the same rate. Now, once you started using bands, what happened to the lifts in the gym? They went crazy. Yeah? Yeah, this gym is broke. I mean, as of, I always hit 150 world records. Yeah. In the last 16 months, we broke 12 all-time world records. Wow. Moved. Last six months? Last 16 months. Wow. Wow. Seven in the squat, uh, three or four in the total, and a couple in the bench. You started using more band tension than 25. Now tell us why you use 25 and to 33. How do you come up with that number? Because if, when, when you put band tension on, yeah. if I had weight, the barbell slow down, but be too hard in the bottom, so you you know you, you destroy, you know the, the, the relationship between force and posture is destroyed. Right. But bands accommodate resistance because of some shrinkage you get a start. Right. All right. And so and that's why we use bands. And when, but, but by using bands, uh, it slows the barbell down throughout the full range. You, velocity slows, force is increased. Because you, 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 you develop force at different postures, different forts, right? At joint angles, yes. At joint angles, right? Yeah, but, but see, if you use too much weight, you can't get off, like he said, you can't get off the box. Right. You can't have that. Right. <laughs> and one thing I, I've noticed over the years, 
Like years ago when we trained the weight, she would get stuck in a max weight maybe on the box. I've never ever seen any one of my gym yeah. get stuck in the bottom gotcha. you know, when they use bands. Gotcha. It's, it's a, it's a, why? Because of the stretch reflex. Gotcha. It overloads the stretch reflex. How long does that stretch reflex last? Stretch reflex, I, I proved it last eight seconds. Wilson had studies that said it lasts two and anyone, four and a half things. Well, they take super explosive years yeah. ago. And we did, I tested 20 guys who squat at least 850 back then. That was a big squat 20 years ago, whatever it was, Nintendo. And Dave could stay down for five with, with circa max weight. Wow. And I stayed down for eight and got up at the same speed. Wow. I was strong. I was really stronger than Dave pound for pound. Yeah. He's very explosive. Wow. More explosive than I was. Now, when did Dave Tate come in and be your training partner? I was in the 80s, late 80s. In the 80s? Yeah. Okay. And he, I think he, did he doubt the conjugate system? He was doubting you? He sure it? did. For six months, he went nowhere. What? And then he started doing it and jumped up a couple hundred pounds. What, he, what was his exact words? He, he was like, man, this doesn't work. Yeah, I don't believe this. This is BS. Well, when you go to college, you get a degree in exercise science, which is, you know. Yeah, he has a degree, right? That's right. Right. And it's worthless. <laughs> because you have to turn the lights on and paint the walls. Louis, when I get interns, they don't know anything. They never read super training. They never read nothing. Our, our cert, our coaching cert, has an 87% failure rate after 10 months of study. Wow. I mean, the NSCA test is, you know. <laughs> now, going to this, too, how did you, um, how'd you ever get, you train, people don't know that you train a sprinter, yeah. world record holder. Go, how'd you meet him and how'd you go in there, how'd you train him? Well, Butch Reynolds was here in town. Okay. So I trained Butch for the 96 Olympics. Gotcha. And, uh, I mean, he had run in five years because of a lawsuit. So in five months, after he ran a 40, 43.5, I think. Wow. After not running for five months. Really? I took uh, a Big Ten indoor uh, sprint champion, and uh, but the 100 meters just slowed down. His name is George Nichols. Gotcha. He ran 10.47 in 100. And it, when he walked, his feet turned out. I knew he had weak hamstrings. <laughs> at the time, the coach at Ohio State track coach said, George, you'll never run any faster. Really? I said, hey, George, come with me. I'll make you run faster. Nine weeks, he ran 10.17. Now, they duplicated it this last year. Okay. And this is a 19. It took them almost 30 freaking years. They, did they ever come ask me? I didn't know. How can they come if ask you? If you got a success, I'm asking you how. Yeah, I got. I did. I I I try. I'm in Pennsylvania. I trained sprinters. I took, on average, six tenths off yeah. in this off season. Well, see, I averaged. Now, people don't believe me, but I got people to prove it. I averaged three three tenths on 12 guys going to the NFL on the line. Go on, go into that. Months. Who was the first combine guy you had? And uh, is a guy from St. Louis. I can't remember his name. Okay. But he, he ran 5'4'40", yeah. big lineman, a very rough, mean guy. And they said, if you take a tenth off, he'll sign. Yeah. All right? Well, he ended up signing with St. Louis. I had two months, he ran 5'40". Wow. And what about his, his explosive power? How did that go up? His well, jumps? Went up. Yeah. I measured my box jumps. Explosive okay. power is jumping. Yeah. It's a definition of explosive power, jumping. Gotcha. Yeah. And all these, all these colleges and high schools use Olympic lifting. They think it makes you explosive, but go into that a little now, bit. Olympic lifting will not make you explosive. Number one, it's a speed streak sport. Gotcha. It's not an explosive streak sport. Right. If you want to be explosive, coaches, you have to drain 30 to 40%. And that, that's the fast volume. That makes you explosive. <laughs> 75 to 85% it will make is strength speed in intermediate velocity. Gotcha. If you want to be super strong, slow velocity. It's called slow strength. Slow strength and, and it's slow velocity. And how strength is measured in velocity. Gotcha. What about zero velocity? I have isometrics. Do you guys use isometrics zero a little bit? Zero velocity will produce 15% greater force than you can lift a barbell with. They don't measure strength and how much you bench squat deadlift. Right. It's isometrically. Right. Because the bar, you, you put 300 pounds of uh, force on a bar, again, and, and, and on a 300 pound bar, it ain't moving. Right. <laughs> so, 
you guys, you guys, how do you guys incorporate isometric at all? We try to do isometric uh, without guessing. I'd say about fifty percent of the time. You do it on max day or, or dynamic? Uh, we day? do it any day. You want to do uh, isometrics like six times a week? Gotcha. And you got a machine? Three, four positions. You know, with exertions of three to five seconds, and you change the position. You know, uh, isometrics will. You know, the angle you train is the maximum force production, gotcha. but it varies fifteen percent either way. So by thinking like that, it would take six positions to, to be totally vertical. Gotcha. You got a special machine that does helps that with that. Tell, tell us about that. Developer. And you developed it. How did you come up with that method? Because it's the greatest method of strength training, and that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> and people never heard of that stuff, but you you know you brought it to light. No, I mean you know I'm a big listen. Uh, I like to think I'm a pretty good teacher, but I'm a way better student. Yeah. I have books upon books upon books that people mail me from overseas, and I follow. You know what the hell's going on? It, right. And you, you're innovative. You, you never stay the same. You're always looking for a better yeah, change, way. Body changes. <laughs> people are afraid to change. What's the most people? The biggest thing people are afraid of is change. Right. They don't want to change. But if you don't change, you seem to go. <laughs> go into that. Go into how that static dynamic developer works. Well, where it used to be two methods: the heavy light, where you squat a couple of reps at ninety percent. Okay. Then you'd run over to a bar with thirty percent. Wow. Right. And do that or jump. Didn't Alexa do that? Alexa. Exactly. Okay. He also lifted weights out of water. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay, so that's a heavy light or static overcome by dynamic gotcha. for them would be pull against the bar would move and then run over and jump or then 30%. Gotcha. I made a device that you pull maximally, statically, and then I let a butt go and you lift the weight. Wow. It's instantaneous. Wow. You don't lose any of the stretch reason. And about 50 years, the people will learn about it. So exactly. They're scared of it, you know? Yeah. They're scared. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. That way we get to kick their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fine for me. Go into dynamic effort. Why is it important? You know. Dynamic, dynamic, everything. Throwing a med ball is dynamic. Right. A, a, a dynamic effort means a, a, a sub-maximal weight with maximum velocity. Right. That's what it means. So if you do med ball, you're doing dynamic. Right. You know, we, everybody refers to our speed. It is dynamic, of right. course. Yeah. But it's all, it's all some of maximum. dynamic or static. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, some people like, I talk to some people, some people think you, you, you got to be squatting 500 pounds of dynamic effort. But you said you would start it at a young age. Is that true? Everything has to be by percentages. Gotcha. If I don't have anyone, but, you know, like, I, I can take my strongest girl, 148, she squats 685. Yeah. If you put her in the power, in the monolith over here, and she's training 80 percent, 700, let's see, 87 is 56, 56, 560 pounds, 80 percent. I got Eric. Thousand pound squatter, minimum eight hundred pounds, right? Eight yeah. percent. They move the bar the same. Right. Hundred going to the same place by sixty. Why is this important? Because the velocity you have to have the correct velocity to right for training the right strength, and it monitors the amount of work you do for your strength. Right. That's why I say you go into a gym with one strong guy. Everybody tries to do it. They all burn out, and he keeps on going. But this, it doesn't matter, see? Because I'm asking you to do the amount of work for your maximum strength, not mine, right. not yours. I tell people, I tell my kids when they get in the gym, the reason you miss a weight, you can't move it fast enough. That's right. That's and and uh, I, I, have you ever seen a lifter not listen and miss weights because they're not fast enough? Yes, well, you know, you talk about working on sticky points, which you maybe would do isometrically. Yeah. You just said it. It also speed has to do. If you can bench 300, but you get stuck at 320, uh, why in the world, why do you get stuck at 320? Because you can't move it fast enough. Right, there you go. That's why. It's not too heavy. <laughs> yeah. It stops moving. It stops moving. Because it, the velocity goes to zero. 
you can you can only stream for so long. Right. Even a heavyweight, right? That's right. And, and I heard you. I remember you, what sticks with me too. You can never when you're lifting heavyweight. Heavyweight, you're moving fast. You just can't you, see it. No, well, Fred Hatfield said no one can lift heavyweight slow. You're right. Right. Heavyweight, the faster you try to move it, you know you, you involve more muscle fiber. So my cue for my lifters is move it fast as possible. That's right. Well, I've asked a hundred guys, big down. What do you do? Lift it fast. That's, <laughs> you know, that's a scientific knowledge there. Lift it fast. That's what I did too. Get this freaking thing over with. Man. I got a, I got a, I got a girl, Maddie Kelly. She, she's 17, broke the Pennsylvania, and this is because of you. She broke the state record in deadlift. 70 year old went from she she came in deadlift in 185. She got to 365, and did 375 in the gym. But um, it was all she's fast. You you I showed her that lift. You see how fast that bar came to the ground? Yes. <laughs> she just can't lock it out. So I got to fix that now. Right. Talk about accessory lifts and fixing and weaknesses, and how the points of that. Well, if you can't lock out a deadlift, for instance, it's always the glutes. Right. If it's just stuck at your knee, it's your lower back because now your hip is as far away from the bar as possible. If it's stuck on the, or sticks on the ground, right. which is possible, it's normally knee flexion and abdominals. Gotcha. At the top, it's the glutes. Gotcha. What about in a squat? The same. Same thing? Yeah. Same exact thing? Yeah. Okay. It'll show. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people. Well, in the squat, it's a little different. We squat wide. It's hard to activate your legs when you squat wide. So our lifters will slow down at the top because yeah. their legs are wide. You know, they don't, they're not pushing real good at that point, but who cares? Talk about how athletes should box squat and why they should squat wide. And sumo, sumo left. Why do you think that? Why do you think they, I think a lot of people don't do that. It's not common. They, 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 they don't use a box. They squat close. Well, if you're going to squat, why would you do it the greatest possible method? Yes. The first 800 pound squat is Pat Casey box squat, 1970. Gotcha. I have a lot here, you know, the, the Russian yeah. 1157 raw squat. Raw box water. Gotcha. He's water twelve fifty world record at the time. Box water. Dave Hall twelve seventy three. Box water. No, uh, no full squats. Wow. None. Zero. <laughs> and you say they only they, right before the contest they go free, right? No. No. Not even. No. Don't need <laughs> I, I I don't have to be retrained. You had a football a linebacker. Uh, went to, he came with you and he ran a fast forty in chucks. Talk about him. John, John Kerr. Yes. Came here from That's Ohio him. State. He played for Ohio State. And he averaged 10 tackles a year as a freshman. He signed with uh, Minnesota, got hurt, and somehow he ended up here. But <laughs> he went to Minnesota. He had a uh, he had a 38 vertical and a 46240. Wow! So he came here and trained. When we sent him to Houston, he ran. He had a 44 vertical. Wow! And a uh, 442 in chucks, one race, and he had the fastest cone time in the NFL. Wow! I had another guy telling me the very same thing down south, and he said. The, the machine wasn't right. Really? Yeah, he didn't believe the guy was that fast. <laughs> and how many lateral drills did we do? Uh, none. <laughs> Box squat, push your feet out. You push your feet out, when you see my deadlift, you push your feet out. Gotcha. Like push your feet out, your hips come in. Quick. Like if, we're, like if people say, I mean, I want to pop you on the line. If I get up under your pads, I, I win, right? Well, box squats make you the most powerful. Wow. That's why we do it. And do they turn their feet out? They push out? What, what's, what's the listen, technique? If you stand here, your feet normally should be straight, right? Yeah. But if you, if you just close your eyes, yeah. put your foot and set it wide, it's going to land exactly how it should be. Gotcha. If he wants to try it, just try it. Just see it. You just set it down, it's, it's going to come out at a natural angle. Gotcha. That's, that's, but we just, we do it by people. Do you, do you, now, did you have people use briefs at all? We always use briefs. Okay. Uh, my friend's a boxing coach, and he's put me in the hospital twice. And he always says, he says two things. <laughs> is that is that Pilger? Yes. Yeah, I know him. Rob. You know, yeah, Rob, Rob Pilger, yeah. Rob says, uh, bring him out, please, in your track shoes. 
mouthpiece, preferably. <laughs> so when you, why wouldn't you wear a brace? A football player, you know, say, I'm not going to let my boy do that. They right. got 90 pounds of football gear on. Right. What the hell are you talking about? Am I right? I, Pocket I, players. Jeez, I couldn't carry the crap out on the ice. I tested it. I have a Tendo. Oh. I tested it. I tested. It. I have my. I have some summer kids. They one kid. He was wearing. He didn't wear briefs. He was moving. Weak kid. Track kid. He was moving 300 pounds at like point three. I put briefs on. He he had point four, point five, right there. He was amazed. Next time you do it, check him into short sprint and check him into vertical jump. Okay. Right. That like, might sell these people. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did this. A guy called James Taylor played for the Giants years ago. Really. Yes. Without and with the briefs. Oh, he played with them? Yeah, he played for the Giants. So you're saying jump with the briefs on? Jump with the briefs and sprint with the briefs. Okay. See, people don't listen to these things. These are little tidbits that I make a difference. Really well, if it helps briefs. us vertically, why wouldn't it help you horizontally? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's elastic energy is what it is. I heard like you, I heard you yeah. say that. And I took that. I said, "Wear a brief. Get your, you said, get your kid briefs. I get, I got all the briefs, and it made a big difference. And no injuries. No injuries. How many guys, these ball players, always got groin uh, injuries? Yeah. At school, in three years in a row, the the number one and two draft pick in the country had a groin injury. And they go, but we stretch them all the time. I said, you can stretch them all you want. If you don't make them strong, it ain't gonna do no good. <laughs> three in a row. Get out. <laughs> Man, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I, you know, I told you guys before, I judge a strength coach by the injury rate. Right. If you're my star running back and I got you hurt, I might be looking for a job tomorrow. I do not, and, but you can't be afraid to train them either. Right, right. I've, I've literally never heard an athlete. Right. They would send me lots of girls from Ohio State after they graduated. Take about two months, they sign up for a for, for track? For track. Yeah. I was there, I saw a professional hurdler. People don't know, like, people don't realize you have some, you have a couple of athletes. And uh, I was I was amazed, and she made the Olympics this year, you know. And why she's strong? What are you strong. talking about? Uh, Man Manning. That's right. She Manning. Yeah, yeah. People don't know that. The silver medalist in the long jump. I said I brought him out here, and he needed more acceleration, right? So what I do, I do I train acceleration a little bit different than others. Like I have you run, say from, from that point to this point. Okay. And we time it. Oh, with, with this regular? No, regular? It, it can be 20 meters. Okay. We time it. Now we do it again, and you have to exceed 20 meters at the same time. Okay. Not a faster time inside of that distance. With the sled or is regular? Regular. Okay. And the sled both. Okay. But if I get exceeded every time I exceeded a meter, I picked up a meter of top speed. Yes. So as you do it. We, so we picked him up seven feet. So you feather him out? That's right. You okay. Because he loses images now, it's what you know. Make us do it. Know. Jamaicans do it. <laughs> well, you it, know what? In weightlifting. You're, that man's job is mine. The freaking Chinese do what I told them to do. I'm going like, you know. You know, you you know, you, the Jamaicans do that exact same. They feather out the speed. Exactly. That's exactly what they do. Yes. Did you read the French Jamaicans at all? No, I didn't know you know they did it. Talk about Glenn Mills. They, yeah, the Glenn Mills does it way. There's street coaches up here, so Okay. Yeah. Wow. But they go, they go to sit, they do it at the forty, and then once they try to beat the forty time at the same time, and they feather out the fifty and, six, and they feather it out all the way they up to two hundred mid hours. That way, because how do you lose a race? Slowing down. Yes. You know, you got acceleration about sixty-five meters for top guys. About 18 meters top speed, and the rest, if there is any, is going to be deceleration. I don't even want to hear that word. I want to <laughs> eliminate deceleration by maintaining top speed maintenance. How do you talk about that? How do you prevent deceleration? That's the big thing in track. Increasing the top speed maintenance. Gotcha. If I pick up five meters, I've eliminated five meters of deceleration. Right, right, right. Because the longer you accelerate, the less time you have to decelerate. Thank you. <laughs>
<laughs> now these these sprinters now are so fast they they only they slow down maybe 20 meters in 100 meter dash but back yeah, in the day be, right. my, oh, now, now women produce less force they slow down more a little bit that's right well women are different you, I, they produce less book, force i have a track book that talks about this right I, that's great that's a great book less and so they, they slow down more yeah. <laughs> so you got to work what's that mean work on more top speed do you do now? Do you do, you do sled sprints yes. and regular sprints with them? Yes. Okay. Uh, you should do a possible sprint with the sled in grass. How many sprints do you do? These track cruisers run too much. This is a, it's a it's an epidemic. Oh, you got to cut. You need to, at a minimum cut the, the running down thirty five percent. Okay. Uh, there's a book called Underground Secrets of Faster Running by Barry Ross. I swear to God, that little book's one of the best books. To, and I bet you how hardy anyone's ever, oh, they won't buy it. People don't know that's from Allison Felix was the girl. Exactly right. And she she went to, she had 11 Olympic medals now. She went there, and what did she lack? She was superior to everything in high school except strength. Strength. And that's why she went there. And what was, the, what was the lift they used in that book? Deadlift. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what I was saying. I don't, you know, people had to open their eyes. Like I said, I, I love, I, you know, I used to. Yeah. I, I love like combat stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I got top guys. I mean, Matt Brown is here, Mark Coleman, all these guys, and they would like beat the crap out of me. You know, just messing with me. <laughs> so I'm going like, damn. I mean, I, I, you know, they've done this all their life, and and I'm going like, what is simple to them is so complicated to me, but they've done it all their life. I've done this all my life. I know the truth. <laughs> I don't dream up crap. I don't listen to podcasts. No, but you're you're well read though. Guys, never. You know, I always say, show me what you've done. Yeah. You know, this guy's got all this crap on the internet. Show me, where's your where's your world record order? Where's your sprint champ? Right. Where's your boxing champ? Right. Now they have people on HBO or Showtime Boxing. Right. Uh, Kevin was the UFC heavyweight champion, UFC. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. him. I've seen him. I get, mean, you. I'm just saying, I only had a few of these people. <laughs> and I'm, pr I'm proud that you guys actually take this. Yes. And you run with it, and you do what you do. Right here, these these are great coaches with me. There's, there's uh, Blake from Grindhouse. My man Khalil from The Rack. Austin from Maine and Oklahoma, and they're all doing great things. What we learned from you from athletics. And where I learned it from, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I always said it's it's easy, it's easy to uh, you know see the heavens when you stand what, on what, the shoulders of giants. What what Rick Russian? Shansky, Medvedev, Roman. That's who I learned from. All these guys. Who came up with? Where did you get the the wave periodization from? What Russian guy? Wave periodization actually it's a system that you can read about it in super training. Okay. All right, wave periodization for the most part is for. Uh, um, sports like rugby, like if you got a squat, you want all you guys to squat 400. You just use the, you know, the weight 75, 80, 85, 400 pounds. You know, football, you say 550 pounds, would just say, wave it 75, 80, 85, drop it back. See, when you do this wave, you jump 5%, 5%, drop back 10%. So the third on the fourth week, you have a restoration period, yeah. even though you're, it's still active rest, you're working out. I do, I do a four week wave. I was telling them I do 50, 55, 60, and I go back to explosive strength. I do 30, 40, or, or uh, 45. So you switch it. I switch it. Then yeah, I go back to 50 again. Okay. Yeah. But see, the body runs in you know in 21 to 23 day cycles. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I do three week waves. Gotcha. But I I did it because like I said, if you uh, got a, you know, I've got fancy cars, I got race cars, <laughs> I've got you name it, I got it. And then, uh, why does your car, even you take a standard car, why does it get up to 3,000 a gym? 3,000 a gym. Optimal horsepower. Gotcha. So you're not being optimal weight. Yeah. You know, and, and one thing track people really screw up, they use multiple joint exercises and do too many reps. They become bodybuilding. A That's lot of why I work on single joint. <laughs> so how much, what's your volume? What should be single jump? What should be multi-joint? What should be the compound uh, lift in the main? single joint training 
is 80%. Okay. PPP is 80. Gotcha. And only barbell training for us is 20. Gotcha. And, uh, and, and, but your GPP, I mean, for us, it's simple. You guys are more complicated. You're running down a freaking track. For us, I'm, I'm what, like, what the hell's your problem? Weak ass. Well, we're going to work on your ass. You know, we're going to take the biggest piece of pie, you know, which would be your glute training. Right. Then, you know, we'll say your hamstrings is next. All right. Then you got to start going back. That would be maybe the last thing we do. That okay. way we balance everything out. Gotcha. If you got a, 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 an all-American wrestler, what, you know, all-American for three years, you put him in MMA, right? And he gets submitted. All right. Well, first thing you do, you work on submission defense, then submission, stand up, and wrestling last. Gotcha. Then you'll balance out your athlete. If you keep working on wrestling, you'll never get to it. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I didn't say nothing to him. <laughs> How about rotating exercises? Why do you have to rotate? Is a comedy, law accommodation? Tell us, talk about that. How do you, you why do you rotate? rotate yeah, we, well, max seven. Listen, science will say if you handle weight ninety percent or above for three weeks in a row, you go backwards. Yeah. Well, didn't anyone ever think about just switching freaking exercise? Right. Like I did. <laughs> I mean, we won't do it. You know what? I can prove it. I can take all you goofballs. balls. Uh, <laughs> I can take you guys in the gym on a Monday. And yeah. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do, and you'll break your record. And you're going, how in the hell did I do that? I didn't plan this. Because strength in time. Like, like me and you, Paul, you would say, look, I'm going to kick your ass on pin three deadlift pulls, and I'm gone. <laughs> I said, I suck at pin three, and I don't even like this guy. So seven days, <laughs> I'm thinking about this. My anxiety builds and builds and builds, and you kick my ass. But you couldn't have the bar fight. You know, if you come in and say, we're pulling our rack three, what the hell, you got pulling rack three? <laughs> There's no anxiety. There's too many people suffer from anxiety from training. Do your lifter... You, know, you're, you're, you guys are coaches. I know you got guys that love to do something, and they hate to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. So I, that way, if you throw it out of the last minute, they're stuck. I tell I tell my kids, you got to work one if you're bad, not what you're good at. That's right. Don't fix your offense, fix your defense. That's exactly right. <laughs> but but the good one, the great ones work on the weaknesses. The bad ones, the great, the bad ones, they work on the strengths. Yes. So I get pissed at. Them. That's what you, you said it, man. That's what you're talking about Belichick. Take a fifth round draft pick and one Super Bowl with him. Because he, he knows that he, he fixes the weaknesses. That's right. They can't block. I'll make him block. That's right. They can't tackle. I'll make him tackle. Yep. That's what we do in here. <laughs> Talk about like now. What kind of bars you use with your your uh, uh, your rotations of your lifts? Well, for squatting, we don't we do anything they want, but it's, it's a safety squat bar, uh, a bow bar, a squat bar. As far as sixty five pounds, is my bar. Okay. Um, you know that you use everywhere, uh, and then front squat. Gotcha. Okay. Like in all your Olympic lifts. Are they using there, a harness or using the, the the front rack? When we first squat, we have to use a harness. Because there's so much weight. No, we can't. Well, we can't. Massive weights. <laughs> no, you're not going to see freaking. Eric rack a bar. Right. <laughs> that damn big. But um, what would you now for like quads? If you talk to the Chinese. The front squat will build the back, and the back squat builds the legs. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's why our weightlifters are no good. They can't squat, and they have no back muscles. Right. There's a lot of reasons, but that's a couple of them. What's the main things? What's the problem with American weightlifting? Why can't they win? Uh, they literally, um, you know, I've, I've told them this before. You got terrible coaches. Gotcha. You got novice coaches. Gotcha. You know, uh, C.J. Cummings. Yeah. Guy won four junior worlds, and listen, I said this way back, and I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. Right. But I've seen it since I was 12 years old. Yeah. Or of a guy called Hill. But okay, <laughs> so he wins four juniors. He becomes an adult kid in the Olympics. Wow. Why? Coaches only so good. Coaches <laughs> got to be better than the athlete. What, where's uh, if you got a smart kid, you got to send him smarter professors. <laughs> if your kid's smarter than a professor, you got problems. Right. Exactly. And so if the kid is above the coach you got problems. Right. The coach can't take you no more. 
you know, years ago, supposed in martial arts, way back yeah. 1700, you, I teach you something. You say, I said, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go to him, <laughs> go learn that. He'd say, hey, all of a sudden, you know, you master it, you're happy as it could be. Got to go, you got to go, yeah. you got to go to him, and they'd move you out, and that's that's what it's got to be. But if you stay in the same coaching system, yeah. and they can only get a guy, you know, tenth in the Olympics with his talent, you got to get another coach. I mean, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just telling you the truth, buddy. It's the truth. Now, for people always complain, man. I, I want to say one thing. Though. Yeah. There are great. You guys are doing a great job. How many people listen to you? They think you're nuts. Exactly. I mean, am I pretty much right? Yeah. Okay. You know, like the Chinese, I'll tell people to do something. They say that guy is out of his mind. But the Chinese are doing internet every day. I'm going. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. It's just they got to have an open mind. The coach, the coaches get stuck in their ways, and then you're done. I guess they learn old methods, and just don't want to change. You know what I've always learned. Old men do get stuck in ways. Young men get stuck in ways, then they become old men. <laughs> That's what happens. I got to keep up. You know, listen to the music. You know, I noticed over the years as I got older, I, I whatever the music they play, I you know, I don't really listen to music, but I do. Yeah. But I enjoy whatever the hell's going on. I'm I got to be with their mindset. Right. I can't be in there playing like I don't be set Frank Sinatra. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I, it used to be Ozzy Osbourne, Steppenwolf. Right. <laughs> You know, ACDC, and now it's all the rap, you know. We really like rap. But you got to, a coach has got to stay up with the times. Gotcha. If you don't, the athletes will they'll die. Now, how'd you, I love the ATP. That's, I, we do rag, my sprinters do rag pulls and that thing. That makes them fast. It hits the glute. They become powerful. They create more ground force. We march in there on foam. We live in that ATP. We box squat to build our quads up, right. and it just made my athletes. Stay, I mean, that thing. I, I, my, my basketballers come down. I said, "This is a jump machine." Yep. They go. They go. It's the not. Max is a joke. It's not, I'm talking about the Vertimax. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's a joke. So, I'm not going to talk about the <laughs> So I said, "Get his ATP. You're going to jump higher." I had, a, I had my long jumper. He went from 19 feet. He started out squatting uh, two plates in ATP. He got up to 10 plates. He went from 20, 19 to 24 and won the 810. Jack Reichenbach. We we live with. Um, you know, Michael Thomas in the ATP. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Tons and tons and tons. How did you come up with that thing, man? Well, how, that's crazy. Okay, when I, when I brought my back in 73, I started back. <laughs> I had nerve damage. Oh, my God, I don't even want to talk about this. God. But my, my quads didn't seem like they were working. I was so strong with the hips and the glutes. Gotcha. I said, I got to supplement my leg training. Gotcha. So I started doing belt squats just for the belt. Then I said, well, hell, it's taking, you know, walking out. 500 pounds on two benches. <laughs> yeah. so I always wondered that. <laughs> yeah. So I made a platform, then we made a machine, and everybody copied. Yeah. But wow. I got the best one. Right. But you can fight in one, and it's patented. I like how, I like how you can move in uh, different directions. Exactly. Like the other ones are just locked in. Stationary. But it's for, we're training athletes. And, and see, another machine, when you belt squat, you're working restoration, you're doing traction as you're getting strong. Reverse hypers builds a hell out of your strength, but it works as restoration. Allows fluid into the soft tissue of the lower back every time you use it. So I'm killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. I don't have time to do 50 methods. I use combination <laughs> methods. <laughs> my one of my guys has a bad back. It makes his back feel good. Oh yeah. You know. I've seen. I've seen it, man. We march. We I have people running there. We and we and we jump in there too. Yeah, we do too. That thing. I had is... that Olympic jumper with Kylie. Okay. Uh, see, we turn around, face out of the machine, but yeah. put a. Uh, a minivan on the cage and they jump out. Once they jump where they sit in the cage, yeah. we moved it to a monster. Really? Yeah, then we just would increase band tension to, so they're not jumping out so far. She was long jumping with it? Yep. Wow, okay. Sure, why not? <laughs> how do you, so how, let's talk about jumps a little bit. 
explosive power. How do you do jumping? How do you program that in? Do you do you box jump? What, what do you t talk about that? I talk about explosive power. I use two. Explosive power is basically the definition of a jump. It's the steepest increase in strength in time. Gotcha. The faster you increase strength, the more explosive you are. Gotcha. That's jumping. Like, you're not going to jump easy on a 50 inch box. You're going to all the force you can push, right? When I first started, I made the mistake. We did box jump, we never pushed it. And uh, we, never, we, never, we never maxed out. We were going like 80%, 70%. But now, now what you had to learn, we had a, we had a max. Each, each time we're jumping, we're putting maximum force yeah. on the ground. That's one of the problems with Olympic weightlifting. They basically carry around 80% of the time. They never put a heavy weight on the bar. There you go. But back to the jumps, uh, we, do, we do depth drops. You know, where, uh, I'll have her maybe jump off a of 60. So you do, oh, you're doing depth drops now? I do something, but it takes two weeks to recover from it. Okay. All right, when we do depth jump, depth drop, uh, you know, depth drops, we, we do depth jumps, yeah. we use a 20 inch box. That's what I do. Higher. I use 18, okay. 18, 18. Yeah, 18, that's what yeah. that is. Step time we had a bad sense. Because the higher box, the optimization phase takes too long and you lose your explosive power. I remember you told me you the, hi make a big mistake the higher the box, the longer optimization phase. You might as well squat then. That's right. Speed squat. Right. You're exactly right. <laughs> you know, that's almost like doing 30% of your max. You might as well do that. That's right. <laughs> and there, there we do a novice like kids, 24 jumps twice a week. Okay. Uh, do you break it up in between, or is it like yeah, during the week? You know, just how many how many reps and sets, or, you, or just they just jump yeah, twenty? They normally maybe like four sets of six. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, or they'll do uh, forty jumps twice a week. That's what and, I do. Yeah. Okay. And the long jumper, he did forty jumps three times a week. Gotcha. I mean, well, you know, my, it, well, my jumpers do sixty. 60 you know, jumps. they do sixty. Well, they do, actually, I'm oh, sorry, they do, they do 62 times a week. Okay. Yep. And they've, well, they have no injuries. You build up your tolerance. They built it, yep, yeah. yep. Because that's their sport. They right. got to jump. That's right. And they got to sprint. Yeah, you know, I got all my jumping. A lot, 90% of my jumping comes from the Polish. Okay. Yeah. That's that explosive I, power. Yeah, that's what I learned. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
when you had, you had your combine kids long back jump, in the day. We do a lot of long jumping when I had people here. Okay. Long jump with weights and drop the weights after they left the ground. Okay. You draw. Oh, you you yeah, kind of. I also would raise the long jump. I would raise the thing or jumping over and make it a bit. The higher. hurdle, like a hurdle. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Because you got it. Because get a few gravity, right? Nine right. point eight per second. That's right. I tell my kids, you want to hit a home run, you got to lift it a little bit. No, you know, lifting is like high jumping. Uh, you, you train high jumpers. Yes, they do. Every approach is exactly the same, no matter how high the bar is. Yes, it is. Well, weightlifting should be the same. You know, everything you just apply more force. That's all you're doing. Nothing should change. Just apply more force. Yeah. Technique. And, too many, and you know, too many people approach too quick. They blow up their uh, explosive power. Yes. It's time to jump, and they don't have it. Yes. 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 The um, I do, what there's a, there's a jump that people I love is knee jumping. Oh, talk about that a little bit. How'd you come up with that? Foolish? Well, because it actually, believe this or not, it came from dance. Okay. And then it went into weightlifting. I got it from weightlifters. Gotcha. But it started with dancers, but it prepares you to jump. It builds all the muscles to jump. And actually, you start out sitting on the floor with your feet out doing presses. Gotcha. Then you get on your knees, either squat down where your butt touches your heels or not. Right. Jump onto your feet. I had a guy jump with the bar on his back onto his feet with 310. That's crazy. My gym record is 275. Yeah, That's crazy, I, though. That's good. Two, wait, wait. 205 pounds. Yep, my go is 205. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. I have a girl that did it 140, and she's 135. Now, what I do is I contrast. I, we jump off from our knees to a box. Yeah. And I had a guy jump 27 inches on. Oh, yeah, we've done that too. Yep, yep. I remember exactly. <laughs> yep, exactly the same thing. Well, he was a long jumper, and he jumped uh, 23 feet, I think it was. You know? It was, I love that. To me, that jump is more relative. That's, that's that's better. You're better off doing that if you like cleans. Because oh, the, 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 the hip extends and it flexes. The only thing in Olympic lifting that works and they don't do is the push to church. <laughs> when you drop down and reverse it. Right. The only thing that can help support it. And they don't do that. <laughs> how, many how about you guys cutting your papa? How about you jerk? We don't jerk. Right, right, right. That's As what this, they need to be doing. Right. I, I, I mean, it's it's drop and push and reversal. I got kid I got a I I, I I get kids that is an Olympic lifter. He he's one eighty five and lifts that he cleans three thirty. Oh wow. He only he only vertical jumps thirty inches. And runs a four nine. That's crazy. But that shows that's not explosive though. It's, no, it's not. But he wasn't jumping enough. So he, he comes to my gym. I make him jump. His vertical goes from 30 to 34, 35, instantly. Biomechanically, there's nothing from Olympic lifting that applies to jumping. Right, right. How can these football coaches not understand that? Or track coaches, even. They don't. My track kids go to college. They don't jump. They just power clean. And it's like I said. I got like that kid out here. That well, there's two black kids. One in the red. Yeah. He's the one going to the contender series. Is he? No, I'm not even going to mess with that guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm old now, but before I wouldn't mess. With him. But you know, why did he know so much about fighting? And I don't because he's done it for 20 yeah. freaking years. Yeah. You know, I got into fights on the street. <laughs> and that's what these coaches. They they sold a bit of weight. How many football street coaches are football players? And not street coaches. Right, a lot of them. Yeah. If I'm going to have a football team, I'm not going to hire a, you know, a, my head coach of football is not going to be a power coach. <laughs> right. I'm a football coach. But I don't get, I don't, you know. That just seems too simple, but maybe not. All these coaches complain, track, baseball, they complain they don't have enough time for the lifting. How would you do a college system? Well, 40, just 40 minutes. How, how would you do that? Well, everybody say, oh, there's not enough time. Dude, how, would you, how would you do the lift in that 40 minutes? I do a hell of a lot of sled dragging for any sport. Okay, talk about that too. St. Louis baseball team, uh, when they won the World Series a few years back, yeah. I had to tell the guy, can you go home? It's 10.30 night. 
Right. They played Cincinnati. Came up to see me. I'm going to dude. I got to go home here. <laughs> I think it. You named a sport. Uh, Who, who's all came up to see overseas. you, man? Who's the team uh, in, uh, in the Premier League? It went uh, undefeated. Um, I can't remember, but they did all West Side. He wrote two books. His name's Phil Richards. Really? Two. Well, he did all West Side. Wow. Um, and. Um, who else came to see you? What team? Pasquale, uh, he's got a he's the best uh, 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 rugby teams over there. Uh, Melbourne Storm. Yes. All West Side. Wow. It's, why is that? <laughs> what about NFL teams? Who came to see you? Well, Johnny Parker's been here. He had four Super Bowl rings. So <laughs> Kent Johnson. Um, Buddy Morris. Buddy, now, I, I, Buddy Morris is my strength coach. So okay. that's why I learned conjugate. He said, go see Louie. Yeah. And that's how we met. That's how we met, man. And he and I, I've been doing conjugate since 1999. That's when Buddy came to see you. You know, really, everybody does conjugate, just didn't know it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know when you lived it, you switch things. But they, of course, the Russians have a name for it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Concurrent. I talked about it. Yes, concurrent. I talked about it yesterday where it came from, the Dynamo Club, 1972. Right. Yeah, they used between that 20 and 45 exercises. And it was uh, for track and weightlifters. But at the end, the weightlifters, uh, one guy, he said, well, what do you think? If one guy was satisfied, the rest wanted more exercise. Well, what's that tell you? <laughs> you know I mean? It works. They want more exercise, not less. How did you come up with the reps? The, the, you, know, you, you talked to Prelopin. How did you get the, Now, how did you come up with the reps, reps and set for your system? And others, there's always three. Gotcha. And, Talk about uh, that. Okay, well, my guys are lazy. I, we used to squat every minute 15 seconds when I drink. <laughs> Uh, minute 15. Gotcha. I might have been a little bit too quick, but that's what we did. All right? <laughs> you guys would take seven minutes to get back in the bar. I said, this is it. We're going to do fives. <laughs> so, okay, people said, why do I do fives instead of like I used to do? Yeah, everybody goes, because in the books, there's, there's eight at the three. Why that's do you do five? Says. Yeah. But like I said, you have to change. Gotcha. I, we have broke seven world records in the squat in the last 16 months. Wow. All-time world records. I think, and when did you change? You, you started using more band. You switched from 25 to 33. We went to 33 because the girl I took a group for 385 in a meet to 735. Wow. Brought 765 here. Wow. It, it, this is in 11 months. Wow. But, and all you people out there just answer me this. If I could do the fifth rep as fast as two reps, why wouldn't I do the five reps? Right. The power production is the same. When I look at my Tendo, I, I make sure all the reps are the, the same speed. I see things in my own gym. I've got guys that could do easy 15 reps at 80% in the squat. What? That's right. You <laughs> see, the Olympic lifters, hey, guys, you know, the kid yeah. doing Olympic lifters, yeah. has a hard time doing the triples. Wow. No GPP. Wow. Why can we do 15? He, has, you know, he struggles with triples. Wow. So what do you, so what do you tackle him? You get him on sleds and hypers or anything? Yeah, and push. Gotcha. They, got a, they have a governor in them. I said, you're not getting a perfect 10 here. It's not gymnastics. It's not, gymnastics. No, it's, right. it's, not it's not ice skating. It's weightlifting. Uh, you know, Chico came here. You know, Chico I remember Boris, yeah. Okay, he came here. And uh, we were having breakfast in his... his tell, about, tell everybody, people don't know who is, who is, tell people that well, in the audience. he's a guy in Russia. Gotcha. And he loved this place. Gotcha. He said, like, to take it back to Russia with him. <laughs> but he goes, uh, his interpreter, he said, oh, weightlifting's... Speed's the most important. There's no strength. There's no speed. So he goes, what do you, he says, I guess, to him, what he's arguing about. The guy told him. He tells him a story. Now the interpreter has to tell me. So in 1996, he worked with weightlifters. He goes to Bulgaria. And he watches these Bulgarians. He says, holy crap. I've never seen such bad form in my life. He said, we will kick their ass. The Europeans come along. The Russian goes out, makes a clean, jumps, don't make it, takes again, misses. Here comes the Bulgarian to pick a weight. Yeah. Does it. 
Ugly makes it. Jumps. Ugly makes it. Ugly makes it. So the strings won't work. Yeah. Right. I don't, you know, that's our whole concept. And another thing to do wrong, I just said this, I guess it's good if you get this out. Yeah. Weightlifters seem to hold their squat back compared to their clean. You have to push the squat and the clean to go with it. Especially when you're thin. Gotcha. And here, one well, of the problem, you have no model athletes. I don't know why you got to, you know, you'd be 5'10 and 181. You need to be 5'2 or 3. That's what my guys are. you got to have a model athlete. And the management training of the weightlifter, it shows you all this stuff. It shows you what makes you best in the clean and the, and the, and the snatch. And it shows you why you most often fail. So if you look at those two things, you ought to be able to figure out how to become a weightlifter. But they don't even heard that before. They do a lot of coin. They do more than three reps for sure. These 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 uh, lift, lift, lifters. But they don't use any weight. <laughs> they don't can't tax themselves. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. They they can do ten triples in the snatch of tuna quarter. Right. You put two thirty-five on, they can't do one. Because <laughs> they govern themselves. That's wow. what they do. You know. They don't max out probably. No, no. no if max I start the whole thing. I'd really make a big change, and I get different personalities in a whole mess. What? What? They should put. have a freaking personality. They, they're, they're, if you ain't got, you know, <laughs> you know, they don't get the right. They don't have the right personality. They don't have people doing. They're not model athletes for for. Uh, talk about model athletes too. That's well, a big model problem. athletes just being the right hype in your sport. Right, right, right. Like a lot of guys that call me, and you know, they, they wouldn't be very talented, and you know, you, you just can't lift any weights. I said, you know what, buddy? I said, I love basketball, but not the NBA. <laughs> I knew not to play basketball. Yeah. And oh, they're trying man. to be a world champion here. You know, like built like you, you know, yeah, yeah. it ain't gonna happen. Right, right, right. You hurt their feelings when you're going like, dude. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. What? So let's let's go back into speed. How do you do? You, do you like sled pulling, and for sprinting? Yes. And running. Talk about that. And you you say it prevents deceleration sometimes. Yes, and we don't grow deceleration. Talk about talk, we, talk about that. We keep covering longer distances at the same time. Gotcha. We put, we'll put a cone down here for you. And then we'll make you do it again. Take four or five minutes rest. You go and if you if you exceed if you go from that line to that line, well, we picked up eight feet of top speed maintenance. Yes. Or acceleration on shorter distances. You know? I, I I do now there's different strengths and I do my I have endurance athletes that cross country. Yeah. I had oh. a I had a kid he did the walks for we did 80 yards of walks and we did 16, and then we went to 20. His time went from 20 minutes to 60 minutes in six weeks. That's a Using them sled walks. He did what now? He went from 20 minutes and the three mile and 3k. Yep. To 60 minutes in six weeks. <laughs> just sled walking. It's just long distance. Just like uh, the underground secrets of running faster. It, it talked about K, K5 racers, 5k racers. More ground force, minimum ground time. You run faster. <laughs> if you can take a hundredth of a second off per step with what a two two meter step, you're going to pull 25 seconds off the race. How do you determine the weight they use on the sled walks? Uh, well, on heavy stuff, as long as you don't look drunk. Okay. And like Kylie, Kylie's pulled six plates. Really? And she carries a med ball, so wow. she doesn't lean forward. Wow, okay. Because there's too many people want to lean forward put all everything on your calves. Yeah. We want to stay straight up and down so it's all in your glutes and hips. I seen her doing this today. She was running with the wheelbarrow. That yeah. was incredible. What's the purpose of that? What's the uh, stability and okay. strength. You know, like, like if you weigh 200 pounds and you run 800 meters. Yeah. So what do you got? You, you're 200 and you run 8K. That's the, the 8K is the work. Yeah. And you're the one that's producing the force. But you've only got one amount of force in your body to run 8K. Gotcha. But what if you use three different weight sleds and three different wheelbarrows? Now you've got six records to break. Gotcha. Now, so, I, I had a two flat 800 meter girl here. 
Too flat? Yep. Wow. See, people don't know this. this that's incredible. Uh, you know what? <laughs> that's, 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 that's national class right that's there. That's right. Ditchy. Oh, wow. From, we were working on her top speed. Jump. So what'd you do with her? What, that's a, that's well, a different well, training. And then you did max and effort and uh, dynamic stuff? Yeah, actually around this building, which is basically close to 400 meters. See, so she walked around the building, 400 meters. Walked how, around the building and the power walking was the same style, or she would run. How, many reps, did you, how many reps did you do that? Uh, uh, normally no more than two trips. Okay, okay, gotcha. A lot of jumps. And you clocked it, too? Yes, all. Okay. If, you, if you're in track, measure every distance and every time. Gotcha. you got to log all of this stuff, you know. <laughs> Gotta have a log, right? Plus, hey, what's your record? I don't know. Right. You better know. <laughs> you know. Most guys that lift weights, they don't know how much they lift. I know they suck. <laughs> so what's your best bet? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you got to know. I mean, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can tell it's not going to be much. What kind of jumps you did with her? This is this is running out. A lot of box jumps. Set my box jump on second. Okay. A lot any of de any drop jump, depth jumps? No, you, we want to go to football. Um, I trained all these guys. I didn't want to, but I wanted to prove a point. Right, right, Jeremy's right. I did a lot of things. <laughs> all right? And I averaged three tenths with 12 guys in two months. Right. I'll bring people from right here that had me do it, and they'll tell you I did it. <laughs> but I asked them, what was the best thing for the vertical? They said when they got rid took the ankle weights off. Really? It was the ankle weights for the vertical. Uh, I, I, See, like, I'm going to have you guys do If you come here, I don't know you can grab and I don't, And I've never done something. Like, I, never, I didn't work in football. I have you do it, and I say, well, work. I use ankle weights. I, I can't be arrogant. I gotta ask you guys what works. You, you said that stuff don't work well. Well, damn, I'm not doing it no more. I use ankle weights. It works. Ankle weights. Were, I use yeah. them. I swear by that's them. What I'm telling you. I that's, I actually run with them, and it builds leg speed. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it builds leg speed. Now, how do you now? How do you do? How do you determine? Do you do, do, you do uh, ATP walks better too at all? Oh, absolutely. How long do you have her to go in the ATP Probably and walk? About two minutes in ATP. I had long distance people in there for 18 minutes. I do I mean, too. Some people that's crazy. <laughs> I had, a, I had a girl, she could box squat 65 pounds by squat bar. What? No, 100, I'm sorry, 100 pounds, okay. one rep. Got to be an old 130 pound girl. Yeah. She did uh, uh, Iron Man. Gotcha. She squatted 65 pounds for 100 reps. What? 65 reps at 65%. <laughs> so, so see, right away, I knew there's overabundance of endurance, but trying to, uh, we tried to reach a strength of you. Wow. I mean, I'm going like, I don't know anyone do 65. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, we say to Eric, you squat a gram, which you can. Yeah. But they do 650 or 65. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, you know I, I just talked about this in my in one of the books I'm writing. You go to, you go to like, basically starts in high school, which is a mistake. Yeah. Because they'll get an athlete, and they wanted to be an event, but they didn't know what type of fiber they got. Gotcha. So they'll put a sprinter in a marathon or cross country. Or a cross country girl in a hundred meters, so. <laughs> and they wonder why they fail, uh, and they wonder why they get yeah, hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, you uh. need to test them. I said soccer is a good way to test. You put kids on a soccer field, the ones that wear out real quick probably sprinters. The ones that run all day, they're marathon. <laughs> but I mean that's about it, because it's kind of like non-directional training. Right. You're not going to like, other than soccer, I don't think it's going to help much. <laughs> Now my soccer players, they run too much too. They run like they run three mile, five miles a day. And I, my, I had a soccer player go to a college camp. And the coach says you're too slow. I said, well, you're running all these miles. You're gonna get slow. You change the, you exhaust the fibers. You know, your, your top soccer players figure out how to run lifts. Yes, exactly. In a game. Exactly. Am I right? You're right. I ought to tell them right there. You're right. You're right. You guys, here's the question. I know a lot of you people listen to this. Maybe never gonna power me. If you're gonna power me. 
The guy opens up a bag hundred pounds going, the racket's set at 10. Yeah. Takes that out. Comes back out for a second weight. And now you got to lower the racket pin. Yeah. Why? Because he took his feet wider. Come out for a third tip, lower the other pin. You guys ever seen this? Yeah. Okay, yeah. why? Because obviously the harder you go, the stronger you are. <laughs> but why did they do that, see? They're living proof without even giving them a test or asking them. They're going that right, they're going to take their feet out, and you got to lower the racket every yeah. freaking time. Yeah. I mean, not in my guy, anybody. They go, well, now she go wider. Huh. Why? Because that's where you're strong. Do you ever close, do you ever close stance, your squatters? A close stance, a low box squat for Okay. Yeah. Okay. We, 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 why will make close strong? Close will never make one. That's what I, I, I tested it. You're right. You're 100% right. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't play. Everybody says, oh, you play football in here. That hell if you do. Right, right. I don't want to hear that crap. Next time you watch a game on Saturday, hot open football, look at the center. You know, got the, look at the center. He's got this freaking, it looks like a power lifter in the half. <laughs> you're, you're right. I mean, I don't, you're right. know, I don't know what's going on with I don't want to, I'll never. I'm, I mean, I don't tell anyone how to do anything, how to fight, how to play football, how to not. All I want to do is tell them how to get strong. I know that. <laughs> I don't know. Now you train some fighters. Uh, how, what's that? Tra how's that? How different is that training? They like, do a lot of strength and guards. Okay. Like, like, like what? Like, like what do you do? Sled walking. A lot of sled. Wheelbarrows. Out here, men to go. Push your wheelbarrow. They've gone around this building. I think three minutes and twenty-five seconds. Okay. With three hundred twenty-five pounds. Gotcha. That's moving. <laughs> uh, they do a lot of just high. Rep how many? Rep how, many rep how many reps? They go around this building with 325 pound wheelbarrow in three minutes and 25 seconds. Wow. Wow. It might be fast you have to ask them. Wow. But a lot of circuits. Yeah. You know, like at the other day. Now, how, how, do you, how do you incorporate max and diamond and circuits? That's the hard part. I'm not so worried about max on them. I'm worried about okay. the strength the and doings. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So that, wrestlers. That, that, that one in the red shirt, he's the one that's the one they get rush the leg rope holding on to 45. Yeah. Wow. Is that Booby? Yeah, is that, is that Booby? Right what's his name? Booby Mott? Yeah. He's not a little guy, man. I see him. How much was he deadlift? He's strong. I don't know what he deadlifts. I think it's a six. I think he yeah. deadlifted about uh, 315 for like 25 reps. Dang. The shorter one, he did it for like 28 really? reps. Really? Yeah. Wow. They squat for five minutes. They squat for five minutes? Yeah. They'll, 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 they'll squat down. They'll do a few squats. On a, on a, a, shrubs a, on the box. Okay, ATP though? No, no, I haven't done for the bar. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then they'll do some shrubs, there's a calf raise, and just a good morning squat. But at the end, five minutes, you got to uh, be squatting. Wow. We just had weight whenever we can. I did it for, I kicked Kate's ass one day. I did it with 275. <laughs> you don't say the squat bar for five minutes. Five minutes? Five minutes. I'm good up here. Wait, 275? I'm good up here. <laughs> Do you have that now? After that, now they, after they squat, are they jumping at all? Doing explosive work? He did jumps. He does a lot of jumps. Okay. When we found out, we found out fighters can't jump. Why? Is, yeah, <coughs> they don't jump. Why? Those two can jump. Even can the one that jumped on that sixty right, in, the, in, the film, right? in the movie, right? That's what we found out. See? Yeah. Gotcha. Like, what the hell's going on here? Why can't? What's up with these fighters? So you could probably shoot real fast and take guys down. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, flying knees and all that. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I mean. Are they doing like med? <laughs> are they doing uh are they doing any like uh are they holding med balls and stuff and walking in the best way carry med balls yeah and like i said spend a lot of time in atp they grapple in the atp and you, now you're doing diamond with those the speed squats and stuff? i don't really care about that okay I so you do mostly circus stuff some guys came down for strong style and they had them do that yeah i got them out there like the monkey <laughs> doing that that mr19 yeah 50 reps what? Yeah. Talk about his that. His eyes, I swear to God, his eyes was crossed when he was doing it. <laughs> I mean, 
It's hard to mess up a wrestler, and we messed him up. Talk about that machine. Why should people get that machine? Well, that machine, and that's a new machine. It's my machine. It's patented. Yeah. It's called the MR19. Okay. Well, I built it for a track person because it's upside-down running is basically what it is. Okay, okay. It can add weight or add bands or both. And it, what it does, one thing, you know, everybody talks about building hips. I don't hear anyone talk about building the psoas. Gotcha. You have to strengthen and stretch the psoas, and that does. Gotcha. I've got a number sheet I can't, even, I can't show you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's unbelievable. You got, folks, you got to wait a couple years, folks. Yeah. If you wait six months, it'll be. It will build the psoas like you've never seen. Wow. But coaches don't talk about the psoas. It's very, very important. So what, what, what muscles is it activating in that MR19? That, uh, well, everything. That, you, tell, you did it. Hamstring. I mean, well, really, your calves, your hamstrings, Everything. stretches out your ankles, your knees, your hips, okay. your low back. So it's traction. I see you're it's upside down hanging. That's what I was saying. I like a lot of traction when we're getting stronger. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know if you knew. Guys like Paul Anderson, if he won't even remember who he was. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then Franco Colombo. They did a lot of, like, uh, rows hanging upside down. Really? They did a lot of stuff upside down. Well, one thing, the blood's rushing into your upper body. Yeah. Do you do Anderson squats on the pit? Stuff like that? You guys done? Yeah, just finished up. Alright. Hey, when you when you got that when you go in that series? Uh next month on the twenty first. Make sure then guys let me know. What's that all for sure? For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um uh, I think I'm gonna talk to the producers this week or next week because I have to film a whole day of training. So I'm gonna film some training here and then I'm gonna show it to Okay. Good. Okay. That's a, that's a fighter, right? It's a beast. That's the one we were talking about. That's on the door. It's too long. Yeah. We got fighters here, but not enough. Are you gonna? Well, what about getting better, better coaching, right? That's all I want. Okay. Cause you go to the top. You got? Is he on US? Is he? All of them. Yeah. Is he on UFC? Is he on there on there? He's going into contenders. Is he? Yeah. Oh. What's his name? Oh. Okay. I seen him. I seen him in all the videos. I seen the video. I don't know anything. You know the you know the numbers. You know the numbers. You know numbers. You know you know numbers and stuff. Your numbers guy. Yeah. Wow. I seen him. He's about to he's about to get a shot finally, right? He should have been in. He should have been in the UFC for years. Really? He did it. He hurt his leg and messed him up a little bit. Did he? He's undefeated. As an amateur. Is he? Oh, yeah, he's like, it's time to go to the road. Time to go. Yeah, people's not like making a minute and a half with him. Really? Knock him out? Kicks? Knock kicks? Knock out. Really? Really good with his hands and feet. Really? Yeah. See, like, his stand up game is good. Yeah. Wow. He's good grappling kick because I asked his wrestler, said he has a hard time getting him up. He's a real hard time. Uh, he's, a, he's bigger than I thought. He looks bigger than the videos. 180, is he? Yeah. How tall is he? Six. Six, one, six. Jeez. Looks like Bones Jones almost. Goodness gracious, man. What about, talk about Matt Brown a little bit. You know, how the training helped him. Yeah, well, Matt, it helped him a ton. He, I remember I watched Matt Lights Out Lytle choked him out in the fight. Yeah. And I saw him and said, Matt, why didn't you get back in one side? So he come here, start training over here again all the time. He went seven, seven straight fights. Really? He goes out to Colorado, I think he went two out of six. Wow. But here, it's not me. It's the weight training. But they did, you know, I wasn't responsible for it. Yeah. But it, our weight training, I think, is superior. But he had a tremendous jiu-jitsu coach, um, uh, a uh, Muay Thai coach, yeah. and a, a three-time All-American wrestling coach. He had it all right here. And his sparring partners to come here. Wow. Wow. He made, he made, wow. They flew, he probably flew him in, right? Huh? Flew in his sparring partners? Yep. 
Dorian, Dorian, uh, Price is a Muay Thai fighter. Look him up, he's nuts. He, uh, <laughs> he comes in Thailand. I mean, he sleeps on the floor in Thailand. Washes wow. in a bucket. Yes, it's the hardest core man I've ever known. I'm not kidding you. He's, he's a hardcore. Talk about the blonde. I mean, he's. Talk about the blonde. Talk about the blonde haired girl and, she, and her track. You took her. How old, Kylie? How old was she? she when she first started? 15. 15. Crazy, you know, doing the 99 different things. I finally come to the But then the track is just terrible. She's the best athlete I've ever seen. One of the track best. Now, she ran. She from around here locally? Yeah, she lives about 30 miles from here. Okay. And she ran the 100 and the 200, right? The one and the, the one and the two. Yeah. But okay. Like we were talking about the yeah. acid. Problem. Yeah, yeah, explosive. Yeah, and you people you die out a little bit. I took it to Parma and she did it to 400. Wow, what'd she start off with? In the well, from the, from when when she was 14 or whatever. 15 years old, I mean, you know, maybe 135. Wow, that's incredible. But she got a, she's got an attitude. Yeah, she got that attitude. She'll fight you in a second. Yeah. You know? I seen her grapple one of these fighters last oh, time she, I was there. I thought oh, she'd she pull his head off. This, uh, uh, wrestler, and I'm, I said, Connie, if he kicks your ass, don't ask me to kick his ass. shoes and shit. <laughs> She's a loose cannon, that one is. Oh, but, but you got, you got, you Sabado, I don't know if you heard of Sabado. They're famous around here. Yeah. They're like a hundred years roughly. Really? Yeah. Wow. But she got, you got it, different people give different results. That's right. That's the key. That's what I said, you know. She told you we'd never get her a drink before they left. Yeah. We had one girl, I don't know if you've seen Swan, a black girl, you had to come here when she was here. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like crazy smart. Yeah. Right now, she's developing muscle systems for the army. Really? Yeah. Get out. Uh, different, totally different personalities, right? Yeah. Perfect training partners. Really? There was nothing like, nothing, never completely. Talk, talk about training partners, how important it is, man. Training partners are everything, if you ask me. <laughs> you know, I, I tell you, you better irritate me or motivate me. If you don't, yeah. then I don't need <laughs> I had great training, but when I came back to lift, I was, I was over 50 years old. And uh, the main reason, I mean, I trained with good guys in the beginning, but, but I was out for from 91 to 97. And like Dave Tate and Chuck Vogelpool, I said, Chuck's like a ditch digger. Yeah. You got to dig 100 feet a day to get paid. <laughs> you, you go 99 feet, you ain't getting paid. And Dave Tate was just, the training is always running his mouth. Were those your cheating, best training partners? Cheating, trying to cheat it, lie, anything. <laughs> so between Dave making it fun and Chuck trying to kill it, it was a great combination. <laughs> <laughs> they called him, you know, Zippy Tate. You know? Zippy, Zippy, right? Zippy. <laughs> he gets zippy fine. <laughs> Now, 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 how, when did, how, uh, Chuck Vogel, he's a famous lifter. How, well, how old was he when he came and started Westside? He had to be, like, barely out of high school. Okay. Him and Candy Pires didn't know uh, Wasn't he, like, a skinny dude when he first came to Westside? He was 170. What? Yeah. And what did he get up to? 270. 270. He was about 1180 and 260. 100 pounds. Was he explosive, too? He's super powerful and explosive. Was he? was one of the rare guys. He did two things I, to this day, I can't believe I saw what they did. Yes. 640 pound of band tension. We, we got a lot of tension in the bottom, you know, if you pick your bands up. Right. He did 640 band, 835 weight. And wow. I'm going like this is impossible. I don't know where he did 885 weight with the 640. What? I'm going like this is humanly impossible <laughs> for a guy to weigh you know, 260 pounds. What? <laughs> Fucking just rolled it right up. Well, wow. That's a, that's insane. So he's explosive. Very explosive. And did he, did he, huge hip muscles right Did there. he jump and all in a little bit? No jumping? A lot of, uh, he, 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 he took a lot of maxes in the gym. I kept saying, Chuck, do not take, you know, that's enough. Don't take more. So that's did Jason's he? Back. Jason kept over the same thing. Yeah. He's in their 40s. I'm still top 10. I was 57. I learned. 
Did he now? Did he? Did he strictly the dynamic work? Did he do the dynamic work religiously? Everything we do. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, my training partner. Gotcha. But he took too many maxes. It's a fierce ass training, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the gym was dangerous. It was very dangerous. Did you have any criminals come in here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, talk about some of Listen, man, in my own gym, I got my arm barred out of the socket. I almost got my eyeball pushed out of my hand. What? These are my friends. <laughs> I had a weld on my hand. And one kid calls himself the Christian Warriors of Fire. And I, I take it through eight of the hardest rounds you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And I go, well... I think I can kick his ass in, right? <laughs> so I decide I'm going to take him down. And I grabbed onto him. Big Bear! And he sinks down and he comes up and he fucking elbows me. Puts this huge lump right here. And so we go down where I grew up, the bad part down. He's, he's telling me about how he grew up. He had a lot of difficulty as a kid. Yeah. He goes, you know, Lou, he said, I'm a Christian. I am a Christian, but I do know the devil in me. I go, I know, Chris. I've had to do me a couple times in a row there. Nicest guy in the world, but boy, Snap. What? Don't get mad, it's just snaps, you know. Talk about Matt Demmel. Talk about him in the beginning, how he came to jam. Uh, Matt came here. I mean, what took him to his first base about 560. He ended up being our squad of thousand ten first world record holder in the squad. Wow. Uh, just completely insane. Really? Get out. Insane, you know. What how'd you bring it what what well, how'd you bring a squad up so fast? Was it was it low box squats? Hot, you know, everything. everything. Just, we all trained the same. Wow. You had no ATP back then. What'd you do? Did a lot no, of good no, mornings? No, we had a didn't even have a reverse hybrid machine. Really? So, no. Wow. No, hard work. A lot of good mornings. Good mornings. We did reverse hybrids with a, with a belt with chains ran through, or 45s in it. Okay. And if Matt's lips went down, I won't say what I said. <laughs> but I said, you've been doing them hybrids. He said, oh, I sure have, buddy. I said, no, you ain't. So we'd make him do them. Then it's just to go right back up. <laughs> and he would call, he'd get home and he'd call me up because he'd have to stop on the way home, curled up in the, like a, a ball because his pack would blow up. <laughs> did did he uh, did he like the uh, did he skip the, did he um, did he did, did he skip any sessions at all? No, no, never. No, just if he's in trouble, he's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do you ever do um, single good mornings? Yes. Single mornings. Put our one foot up on the box. Yeah. One foot out front. We're good for fighters. Like these guys, I'll take. I'll have you walk in good morning. They'll step out and go down to good morning and we try to touch their chest on their. Um, Stomach or leg. Yeah. Stand up, but then you got you can never bring your feet back even. You got to step out, stand up, step out, stand up, step out. It's really good, really good. It's brutal. I tried it. Yeah, we you did. Yeah, it's brutal. And that uh, one thing I like to do, I like to do a uh, good morning, a good morning, a good morning, a good morning for a set of hundred. Really? Yeah. L- turning right. I directions. got this off a pro bodybuilder that I uh, trained in the same gym in Louisville, Kentucky years ago. Really? That's what he did. Hey, wow. a front good morning, side good morning. morning to the side, a good morning to the front, one to the side. I never heard of that. Yeah, well, we, we did a lot. <laughs> That's what I did. I did a lot. Of I did a lot of work, man. Wow. You know, people say, well, you got older. What you do? Did you do less? I said, no, I had to do more. Wow. You know, an old buffalo, you got a herd of buffalo. That old buffalo better keep up with the herd or he's dead. And I found that out real quick. You know, no one can outwork me. Nobody. But I did a seminar. I don't know if you heard this. I'm in Vegas to go to see Marv Mel. Yeah. Buddy and Morris, Buddy, Buddy was there. Oh, yeah. Buddy was. was there, yeah. And Tommy Malinsky. Yeah. From the Jaguars. He used to be yeah. a Jaguar anyway. So they, Mel, he's supposed to start eight, he doesn't show up. So I start talking. Nine o'clock, he runs in the room. He's got his wife in the wheelchair, gets her big push. And he runs right in front of me, in front of 65 people. And just starts <laughs> talking. Like, I'm not even there. But I know, you know the guy's nuts, it's interesting. 
But he goes on, I'm laughing, and they're looking at me, what the hell's wrong with this guy? But he goes on, he goes, you know, he said, you never train minimally, and I go, yeah, that's for pussies in myself. He says, you never train maximally, I go, that's all I've ever done. He goes, you train optimally. That truly is one of the smartest things I ever got from that guy. Wow. I went back and said, Chuck, I showed you some books. He said, you got, we got to cut these, all these massive weights, you know, break a record and get out of there. And he wouldn't listen. He looked in the book for 15 minutes, 15 seconds, and walked away. And, you just try to make your lifters educated by the force velocity curve. And... I try, but they don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand. Wow. You had some, now everybody that comes through here, they actually, they're so famous because they're, they're records. They had their own gyms like J.L. Holdsworth yeah. and, and oh. Dave Tate and uh, who else? Um, winning. Matt, Matt winning. winning. All these people uh, are legends now. Training, uh, Mark Bell. Yeah, Mark Bell. All kind of people. The strongest gym in the West. Uh, yep. Mark Marinelli was strong style. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. A lot of super successful people come through here. You, you're making people legends to come yeah. out of here because they, they, they learn. That's what I'm supposed to do. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but that's one thing, you know. If I can make a guy a good living, more power to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, everybody does this works their ass off. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> now, tell everybody what, what type of books do you recommend to read and what, made, what helped you out? You know. Well, I got all the Russian books to start with, but for okay. some reason, people, Buddy could not figure the books out. <laughs> and, and he asked how I did it, and I was like, how didn't you? But well, you say physical at first, right? Because uh, a lot of physics, physics in there. Get a, right now, get a basic physics book. Yeah. Newton's Laws of Motion, Kinetic Energy, Hooke's Law of Elasticity. What is power, you know? Well, I'm, so, I'm a sprint coach, so a lot of teams, what makes you skip off the track is elasticity. Yeah. So what I'm is power about and what is work? Find out what it really is, and you, you, I hope it makes you think a little different about that. I had an Olympic lifter yesterday on Facebook talking about close to power, and they said, uh, they said, they're talking about elasticity. And they, talk, they said, I don't know nothing about power. You know, about, about, there's no elasticity in Olympic Right, but they, that's what I'm saying. These guys don't know anything. That's, what I, that's <laughs> why they go nowhere. It's really sad. I said it was a speed strength sport, and they, they said it's Olympic lifting is close to power. And they talked about, you know, and they, they said, I said, go on a box squat. They said, and they started talking about elasticity. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> you know, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of, um, you know, my, my new book's called The Iron Samurai, right? Yes. Okay, well, I'm a big fan of samurai. I try to live my life like a samurai, bet as close as I can. I do one thing, and I do one thing only. <clears throat> and Masashi, you know, fought the book of five ranks every day. Yeah. Well, Masashi had a fight. He's out minding his own business, but his sickle and chain master challenged him to a fight. I don't know if you ever hear this. And he's a young guy, so he, he hesitates to challenge him. He's in nowhere, and the guy's going to kill him. So the guy picks out his sickle and he starts swinging it. Masashi pulls out a sword and the guy swings that chain, uh, the chain, and he gets this long sword away from Masashi. All right? <laughs> so Masashi pulls out a short sword and throws it and kills the guy. <laughs> he goes over and he, uh, I'll tell you two stories at the same time. So he, he, you know, he killed the guy, so he pulls his knife and he goes up and he gets top hill and there's his master up there. He goes, Master, Master, did you see what I did? Did you see what I did? And the master looks up and said, You're not a samurai, you're just a tough guy. I'm walk off. That's what a lot of strength coaches are. They don't fucking think. They're not samurais. Right. Okay? And then, and, and this is my life. So Moshashi goes down, and he noticed that the guy, when he wrapped up his sword, he put a nick in his sword. So he went down to town, and he went into the sword polishing place, and he takes the sword, he hands this young guy, says, well, I need you to polish this sword. And the guy takes it, and he starts, he goes, what's this nick? It looks like from a chain. He tells him the story. He hands it back his sword. He said, take this instrument of death. I'm not working on this. Moshashi took it put it away and walked out the door and he's just he's fuming you know he walks about a you know down the street turns around comes back 
this is my life. He comes in, he takes out the sword. The same guy has to said, this is my my soul. Will you polish my soul? The guy took the sword and said, I can't do it. I think it's my master. Wow. <laughs> this sport is my soul. This is my life. You read that book, I had zero. Now I've got shit that don't even need, you know. <laughs> two cars that, my garage cost $300,000. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's fun with this fucking sport. Just by pushing my information to people like you and just, you know. You now. What about you? Like you like kung fu and and and, and uh, well, I like the, Asian movies. I like the I like revenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my favorite movie is called The Wild. That goddamn that dog. That dog could survive that. Then I could survive that. <laughs> I had two fighters want to get on top of me here one day. Said, "Well, give me the pads." We were working. I said, "Yeah, no." I said, "Yeah, you can kick me and hit me to the to the body if you want to." Okay, man. They worked me. This guy worked me over. I heard the thing about five minutes. I got a lot of visitors. And they're watching this guy beat the shit out of him. And I hear, he goes off, and he jumps up and he goes, can you go another five? I didn't even want my hands. And I go, yep, oh, here comes the other guy. He's about, about your size. Yeah. Bam, bam, knee and all this. <laughs> so five more minutes go by and he get up, and I mean, holy crap. And these people said, why did you do that? And I said, because I can. <laughs> I can take an ass kicking. Most people can. Yeah. You don't have to take an ass kicking if you want to survive. You ain't gonna win everything. You gotta take an ass kick and get back up and you know. Now, I mean, I've always taught myself to be tough. That's what I've always done. Well, I forgot to ask you this: How do you do for ventry? Do you, do you use the bamboo bar? You do, do you do soft tissue work? Yes, bamboo bar and just bands alone. Um, you know, with the kettlebells hanging off the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How many reps are they doing? Uh, I would do between fifty and set at least. Wow. But rush say fifty to seventy. I would, every day, I, I got a new shoulder, right? Yeah. I used it uh, three months. In three months, I bent 300 pounds. Wow. You know, in, in a t-shirt. You know, they still got people in a, in a fucking sling in three months. Right. right. And he never, it was uh, Dr. Miniachi to Cleveland Browns. He wasn't going to tell me anything. I think the idea was to give me the shoulder to see if I could tear it out. Because it was brand new at the time. I mean, Buddy says, hey, you got to talk to this guy. And the guy goes, oh, I could. He says, experimental. Yeah. We don't know. I said, well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy said, yeah, work on this guy. I remember that. The, yeah, do- the doctor. Yeah, every five doctors said you could bench two and a quarter. I said, I'm not going to do the quarter. I didn't put my hand in my front pocket. I had to have my hand. It's that bad. It's that frozen. Wow. And, and so, but, uh, but in three months, I bench of 300. What? And that's from the bamboo bar. Bamboo bar. What else? What else helped it out? Uh, high rep dumbbells. Okay. Uh, like I've done 200 reps of 25 pound dumbbells. Wow. Just ultra high reps, lightweight, soft tissue. Wow. I got, where, did I, where did I get this? I got it from martial artists. Okay. It's called muscle tendon changing. Gotcha. You know, they would do stuff, you know, the, the martial artists years ago. A lot ago. of people don't know they can, you can change change tendons and you do it. I try. Right. You have to. Well, Mel Siff said, he said, no one, he said, where did you get the idea to train soft tissue? I'm going like, well, why wouldn't I? Because <laughs> no one does. Huh. No, no one so Mel Siff asked tissue. that. Mel Siff asked that? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mel spent a lot of time here. How'd you meet Mel Siff, too? He, he heard about us and he was fascinated with what we were doing. Okay. I, I, I told another guy, I said, I believe I could override the goji tendon. I think by using a band and slam your ass down, yeah. you know, just band in the bar, that you're, because you will respond and reverse it. It's actually an opposite equal effect. You know, it would run through the human body like that. Because I yeah. said, we never did get stuck. Never got stuck with, with using bands. And so he agreed. He thought it was possible. The poor guy died. You know, riding on a bike and he didn't even believe a cardio. He was in the first place and we were going to, we're going to give it a shot. How old did he, how old when he passed away? I think he 
maybe maybe sixty. I'm not really sure. Really? Yeah. Too soon. And, and how many times you read this book? You you know that book by heart like a Bible. Oh, uh, that book's like nothing to me. You know? <laughs> I, dude, I've read that book thousands of times. Now a lot of people. people. Oh, I read that book. Well, how many times? I've read some books. I'll guarantee a thousand times. Yeah. Like the practice. If you go home to my house right now, practice in science and strength training, the science and sports training, super training. Uh, that book we're talking about, Mingo, the underground. I've got all these books on my table where I'm writing. Right. I'm constantly in and out of these books. Gotcha. You know, I just, because I can't use a computer. And, you know, and I can't look at my phone because I don't have a phone like that. <laughs> so I want to do something, I, I want to look at something, I look. Well, meanwhile, when I'm trying to find it, I end up looking at the thing. But uh, now I got smarter one. Yeah, finally come to what I got and I write about it, you know. Do you pick up different things every time? You every read, time. You read uh, those, re read those books? I think you got to like, sort of refresh your course. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it basically is. <laughs> a lot of people can't get to that book. That's that uh, sport super training. They just it's, it's just too, it's, it's too much. For <laughs> they just need to call me up. I'm reading it right now. It's brutal. Yeah, just take I got a step at a time. I got I got a hundred pages up, so I'm I'm almost done. Did you? Like you said, you said you like science and practice of strength training. Yeah, too. That verified what I was doing was correct because that. And you never met you never met Hinton did no, you? No, I wish I did. But a friend of mine. Uh, with train here, he's in prison right now. Uh, he did a course with him on his book at Penn State. Yes, he, he was he was the uh, director of exercise science yeah. at Penn State. Well, he asked him. He says, Doc, what about this Louis Simmons guy? He goes, He must have a ninety-nine percent. That's what he told him. I thought that was a pretty good compliment. Uh, Buddy Morris met him three times, and nobody in Penn State football track never I, ever talked to that guy. Well, I'm saying, <laughs> Mel wanted to go to Colorado Springs. They said no. I'm going. You know, the weightlifters. Mm -hmm. uh, and and so Buddy got the book autographed, and then he picked up a lot of stuff from it, man. You know, that's a great book. Yeah, it sure is. But you said it was too simple for the people, some people. Some people, they, they well, thought that. Actually, he said that. Oh, did he? He, uh -huh. said, he said, coaches say the book is too complicated, and scientists say it's, it's, it's too simple. <laughs> you know, it's, I go, that's exactly what I need. You know, right? <laughs> but I'm reading that book, I'm going, this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing, this is what you know. It verified that I was instead of my some kind of hybrid thing I'm doing. Because then there, there's max effort, there's dynamic effort, there's and there's repetition there. method. Yep. Mm -hmm. And there's explosive power. That's right. Now talk about explosive strength deficit. That's a, that's something that people don't understand. What, the time? Yeah. It's just, that's what it is. It's yeah. the time to Time play. to do it. Well, starting strength, people think starting strength is like taking off. Right. It's the time that it takes to react to a, a muscular contraction. Right. I think it's 300. Well, Buddy says you might... But he like says you throwing out jab or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but he says you must be strong. You must be able to display it in a short That's amount of exactly time. Exactly right. If you're not strong, can't display. It. Who cares? I tell I tell there's two kids that they, they squat the same, they weigh the same, and one jumps higher, the other one doesn't. I say the one can the one that can't can no longer display that strength in a short amount of time. <laughs> and I do more jumps with that kid. Yeah. And more explosive. That's exactly. Squats. Yeah. Whatever they don't have, that's what you work on. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. So that that's that I close that deficit up. Mm -hmm. You know. That's why I think dynamic effort is important. <laughs> I, I've seen a, I saw a test years ago, five yard, uh, you know, sprint or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. A, a lot of different sports of powerlifting was the fastest. I yes. didn't know who he was. You know, <laughs> but he's probably enormously strong pound for pound. Wasn't there, what you said a story, there was a powerlifter and a Jamaican girl out here talking out, oh. talking mouth and mouth. Oh, mouth. yeah. Talk about that. One of my average guys. <laughs> you know, Jamaican girl, girl, runner from Rican Mouth. <laughs> so he goes, I'll kick your ass because there's no way. So I think he ran about. 40 meters and he, he beat her. She goes, well, let's go farther. He beat her again. <laughs> the guy, if 
if I recall, she ran at like 11. She did? Yeah, 11, 20, or 30. She had a guy with her that ran 10, 30, but he's had a hamstring pull. Oh, no. But he beat her twice. What? How much did he weigh? You know? About Kylie's size, I'm thinking. Really? Yeah, about 140 pounds, maybe. <laughs> he does her all twice. I'm going like that. That was our <laughs> average guy. <laughs> you know, uh, the Nintendo unit. Bert Sorensen come here, and he did want to live with us, but he decides he Oh, uh, but he came up here? Yeah, oh, yeah, when he brought the tender to me. Okay. So he goes, anybody want to jump with me? So Dave goes, I'll jump with you. <laughs> so he jumps, and Dave Tate blew him out of the water. What? That's right. <laughs> and I, you know what I told him? I said, don't think he's our best jumper, because he was. The guy goes, Joe Bates. <laughs> Joe Bates is like, you know, by high 280. And the guy can jump on top of that jeep, I think. What, they, what they jump? <laughs> Oh, How'd they jump? On, on Bach, I don't remember. But okay. What the, what the, you know, the force or whatever. Yeah. Was, it just killed him. He <laughs> never put that in the Really? No, he wrote about when he came here and what we did, but he never put that jump out. And I said, Bert, why didn't you put that in there? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was ranked seventh in the, what he said. Yeah. Hammer throw, what I thought it was, it might have been the hammer. Yeah. You're right. But I'm going like, Dick Dick just blew you out of water. <laughs> and Joe Bates said, I'll jump Dave Tate. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, you can win street money on these guys. <laughs> well, I, I said to Yuri Bardanian, a, a 181 world champion, had a 490 clean jerk. He had a standing, a standing long jump at 12 feet. Really? And Rigger run that 1040, went 198. He's a 198 world champion. Wow. And lifting, 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 right? Lifting. Right. Alexis weighed 352 and ran 1150, 100 meters. Wow. <laughs> I go like maybe strength matters, but no one else is gonna go. Oh, who cares? Who cares? You know? Strength matters. Those those Olympic throwers can run. No kidding. I said all the the throwers will outperform most linemen. Right. But they don't have. Right. 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 They're not mean. Right. They're not tough. Right. They're soft. That's, a, that's what separates them. Sort of God. Right. My my friend is an Olympic wrestler. You know he. Yeah. He actually had a match at Corona and got the crap beat down him. But he would get my buddy Kevin Akins down in my living room. Yeah. He was 220. You know, probably about 230 most time. Get Kevin down and pull his eyebrows out and make Kevin cry. <laughs> 330. Pulling his eyebrows out. What? What? <laughs> wow. That's just the, didn't have that meaning, you know. You said John Stafford jumped up and touched that 11-6. And he was, how much did he weigh? We probably were real close to 290. Wow, that's incredible. So, I mean, he down to pay 32, like 135, you know. <laughs> you see a lot of guys that just rip things up. Danny Wilbur, the first 900 deadlifter. Yeah. Same thing. Just really? Like, just like, it looked like a power clean. Wow. You, know, you got guys like that, then you guys like Eddie Cohn that just struggle, struggle, you know, all the way up. Really? Wow. I seen Hoffman on a video jump on, jump 45. I think oh, yeah, just, just come in. For, I, I said, Come jump on us. He come in. He got boots, coat, and everything. Just load that box. Just walk right in. <laughs> I'm coming in. Man, I'm in. I can't take the clothes off. I see Brandon Lilly, Brandon Lilly miss it after oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Is that the cube? one bad fail? The cube. Yeah, you know what I call it a cube? Why is that cube? That's I was wondering. Well, Westside Meltdown, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> you hear about cube now? I don't hear. You're right. I don't hear about it. Right. I don't hear about three, it. 3-2. What was it called? 5-3-1? Five, five, three, three, one? Three, one? Yeah. <laughs> what he thought he was smarter than what the system? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it lasted for it was a fad, man. It was a fad. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll talk about Hoff real quick. When he started at how how old? Fifty. And how strong? How 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 long did it take? What, what was he best at? Bench squat or dead? All three. All three. 
and the eight. best list is twelve seventy three. Damn. Ten forty one bench. And wow. And don't push the deadlift eight twenty six. So he don't even deal with that much. He never deadlifted a rec, you know, a personal record to break a total record ever. Now, did he max out and deadlift and train? Yep. Okay. He just never needed it. Okay. He trained often, that's why he's still around. Okay. He's so big right. though, it's hard for him to get down that low too, right? No, he don't have to. Not really. He put no. Him over. Oh, is he? He had good hips. Listen, that guy, he he had a meet. He didn't do anything for two and a half months. Yeah. He goes out to Nebraska and squatted 1173. <laughs> he didn't work out for two and a half months. What? He what a freak. What a freak. It was here. Really? I've known, I've known Eddie Cohen. I've known Mike Bridges. I've known him and Sean, Sean Frankel. It's up here. They wow. got that special thing, <laughs> you know, that other people don't have. Who's the best, most talented powerlifter you've ever seen? I would put him up. I just, I'm All those three? a book about the 10 greatest lifters of their time. Okay. And I, I can't say. Okay. Larry Pacifico. I think Larry might have, because you could beat Larry. There's no way he could beat these guys. Okay. Larry was 100 pounds stronger, you know. And he had a bad day and I had a good day. I could beat him, but I never did. Wow. So I would say Larry would have to rank up there pretty high. Because you literally could maybe beat Larry if he had a bad day and you had a good day, but no one ever did. For nine years. <laughs> what? Yeah, then just the injuries got him, you know. Wow. Dave, Dave, all these guys, Dave went in a warm-up room. Really? No, he ain't got to go to the platform. <laughs> did they scared to death after, after they see the warm-up? People are scared to see. I'm them. just saying, their warm up, their last warm up is more than what's what They're opening, the openers, right? Yeah, they ain't so close. <laughs> you watch a lot of these good Olympic weightlifters. They'll go out and, you know, the best guy will come out and he'll power clean his opener more than anyone can do. You know, just like this on them. Maddie Kelly, speaking of that, she she dead, her warm up was 315. And all the girls were like, what? You know? So she won it in the, in the warm up room. Yeah. You know, she won the 360, but it was over by then. That was like their max. I kept, I was told him for years, you can't, it's always talk about somebody, I said, Dave, there's no one to talk about, there's you and numbers, you have to beat these numbers, you have, there's no one that can beat you, so wow. you got to have other motivation besides Joe mm -hmm. Smo or something. Talk about that chalkboard, that's a legendary chalkboard, The chalkboard is a whole gym. Yeah. That, you, the, they come in here, you the whole object of coming to West Side is to get on that chalkboard. And that is a hell of a chalkboard. <laughs> There's probably 20 people world record holders that's not on the chalkboard anymore. Really? I'll bet this is the only gym. Uh, our 48 uh, or our 65 pounder break broke the other 65 pounders world record in the squad. Wow. Okay? Our 81 happened three different times. Wow. So what gym What gym can you go to and the guy holds the world record but his teammate breaks that record? So, <laughs> anyway, it's pretty guys. It'd be tough in sprinting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we, we've done it. And super <laughs> heavy, you know, saved all. We killed it in super. <laughs> what about, is Weiss, Amy Weisberger, does she have her record still? Or they got no, broken? No, no, they're gone. And then Laura, Laura, Amy was the best female lifter of all time, pound for pound. Don't what about Stevens? Does she do, do any? Who? Melissa Stevens? No. No? No. But Laura, Amy is the best. Three total world records. Laura Phelps come along, did three total world records, became the best. Now Heidi Howard. Okay. Is going to out the one you're talking about. Her coefficient. Really? She's going to score the over 700 and 148 here. What's she, what's she going to pull, deadlift? Uh, she's done 535 and 132. Wow, and a bench? Uh, four, 445 bench. Wow, and she weighs 148. That's same as same as my Maddie Kelly. Yeah. Wow, you said she's she's built perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like she's built to lift. Her <laughs> records are enormous. Really? And her hamstrings are quadrants. How good is she on the inverse curl? 
I, I, that I don't know. You Listen, don't know. I had that girl, I got Cohen girl. Yeah. She couldn't do a, a, like a one without any weight. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't understand. Wait, what's up about Siffy Cohen coming here? Just been some time. I yeah. got to do all to white together. She couldn't even budge tomorrow. Really? Uh, it's just funny. You find her weaknesses. But I mean, that girl's incredible. She's, she's strong. She's strong. <clears throat> yeah. She's, I saw the video. She could not do the the, the, the inverse curl with it, with it down. I was shocked. And she was she did she pulls like I mean, five hundred. Hamstrings upon hamstrings. <laughs> but what does that tell you though? Like she needs to get in that thing and, and work it. It's just an, uh, uh, an object she's never done. Yeah. You got to be familiar with your sport, you know. Talk about the inverse curl. How'd you come up with that thing? That's 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 my one of my favorite machines. Well, I, Blake says uh, the same thing. Absolutely. Overseas, uh, the Russians think you know, I heard it called Nordic Lake curl, whatever. The Russians right. think it's called Russian Lake curl. Thinks everyone should be able to do that. Well, no one can do that. <laughs> but that machine will enable you to get to doing Russian League. Right. Describe. That's exactly how AJ got to where he is. He'll really? tell you straight up. Doing those those curls. Just taking weight off, taking weight off, taking weight off till he can do it. Then he out it and then wow. to poor man gluten doing crazy stuff over there. And your how do your big guys do on that thing? They get down and do do nothing. Do I no had weight a guy on nine hundred. Uh, Josh Connolly. He bet the guy run my company, Tom. Tom yeah. They could do uh, ten reps. He'll lower himself down yeah. on four man glute yeah. at 350 pounds. And what? I'll tell you why I did this. Yeah. He did nine and a half reps. What? At 350. I'll tell you why I had him do it. Yeah. Because a coach, I won't say who, yeah. said that machine was dangerous, an NFL coach, and needs some kind of safety feature so you don't hurt your hamstring. The, the curl? And I'm going, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's right. And I did it and I, and I said something about it. Yeah. Here's a 350 pound guy that did. All the way down, touch, all the way up, all the way down, touch. He didn't fall, he didn't push up. What? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they thought it was dangerous. Yeah, you know, I can say. It is. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. These guys are making, I mean, what's bad life that probably makes $8 million a year, right? Right, bad right, life? right. Are you telling me that they're afraid to do a Edward Pearl? <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about the hip quad. That's something people don't hear about. Got a hip quad is a lot like a hammock lift that I first saw the Cuban to do for the high jump. Yeah. If look, if I had Connie do a lot, feet on my box, head on here, face up, okay. and then raise your hips up. Okay. Put a med ball here. I'd have her up and I'd push her up to gain mobility. Gotcha. So I did two things for mobility. Um, she would come up and I'd push her hips up higher, and this before that. Yeah. And, and then secondly, the Ukrainian deadlift, stand on two kettle, a plow box with kettlebell. She'd go down, she'd be about that far above parallel. I, so on the way down, I I take her waist and I jam it down, and she'd pop back up. Really? So after about a month, she'd get her butt that high off the ground. Really? Yeah. I just forced. It's like fast P and F in a way. People don't understand. It's, it's dynamic stretching. What it's it is. People don't understand how resistance creates flexibility, mobility. You know, the greatest method of flexibility is resistance. Yeah. And, and no one wants to do it. My lineman, um, Chris Ocasio, he's a three. He came in doing three eighty. Two. He came in weighing two eighty, and we did. I made him sumo and got real deep, and I did deep, deep, deep below parallel belt squats, yep. and his hips were so, 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 he has mobility, he gets in a stance, and there's alignment, he can get down lower and stay lower in the stance, and he yeah. just kicks ass out there. That's right. I yeah. got him to dunk a basketball weighing 300 pounds, too. Wow. <laughs> you know, you t Mel Siff told me that, uh, he said that um, super training is going to create 50 new jobs for people, and he was right. Really? Everybody's got a gimmick, you know. You know, <laughs> everybody got this. Well, everybody, I'm not gonna say, but they're doing something that people did 50 years ago. Put another name on it, and people's phone for it. I know. I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I, mean, I, was like, I was born at night, but not last night. <laughs>
<laughs> well, nobody heard of Super Train and Harley, it sounds like. No. Well, you know, uh, Bill Gillespie said I was a secret weapon because I wrote in PLUSA. No one, you know, football players, coaches never read. <laughs> because he said, I'm the first guy that was showing you what to do. You know, there's not a book out there that shows you uh, training methods as no. workouts. No. I'm the only one. Right. That book of methods is a is great, great book, great book. Yeah, it's a good book. S- yeah. Simple like yourself. But the, but the sport this for sports one, that one's a great a greater book. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> we sell a lot of books. Man. You sell a lot of books. We sell a lot of books. Period. But yeah. A lot of books. What which one do you recommend that people buy? Uh, well, I would buy the sports books. I would buy the practice science of strength training, and the science of sports training. Super training being third down the line. Gotcha. Uh, because this book to me is pretty simple, um, you know. You, you can buy your book too. Yeah, buy my book, but <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you know, that's yeah. well, what it is. If you want to verify what I'm doing, those books prove what I'm doing. <laughs> just, I didn't make this crap up. You know, people say, oh, that Louis Simpson. I said, Louis, it ain't Louis Simpson stuff. This is the Soviet stuff that I was supposed to be using. What's crazy is the Soviets came, like, Boris came to see you, but the American coaches won't see you. I know. <laughs> Does that make any sense? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the weightlifting Bo- team doctor for the Bulgarian team came to see me. Wow. That was interesting. <laughs> it was. You learn a lot from both each other, right? Right. Uh, yo, I learned. You show up here, I'm learning something. Here. I'm charging <laughs> you something. I'm gonna learn. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's sure. you gotta learn something. Sure. <laughs> he, uh, the Bulgarian coach, he told me a story. Uh, uh, well, oh, I actually want to tell you all these stories. Yeah. But one, I said, you know, coach. I said, I would overtrain purposely, which wasn't that hard training with him guys. You know? <laughs> but I, so I was sick, like I wouldn't want you guys here. I'd be in a, such a bad mood and ready to die. Yeah. And I, I did that for a couple of weeks, and then I would back off for a week and I'd be stronger. Okay? <laughs> I would I'd overtrain, this, you know, the, the, it's called the, the time of non-recovery. Right. He goes, so he tells me, he says, well, if we did that, but we only use one muscle group. I go, why now? I go, lower back, and maybe, you know. I'm going like, gee, that sounds like a lot better than what I'm doing. Right. I mean, man, you know, the gym was so, the gym was so on edge all the time back then. <laughs> oh, a fight could break out. Did y'all used to have deliverance kind condoms of or money, all that stuff? All kind of money. Yeah. $300. All the time. Listen, man, you'd be walking out this door. I'd be walking out the door. I ran my mouth a lot too, guys. But you come out the door and you work out. Get back in here, motherfucker. Where have that deadlift gone down? What? <laughs> <laughs> you better go back in and do it or you're going. With me. Now, is this a part of the workout? This is, you, you already yeah. worked. Oh, no, this is someone right this, this, this is extra. Yeah. You already worked out. You got to do it again. Someone said something. I said, can I talk? Can I go? I just basically said, fuck all you motherfuckers. Let's go. <laughs> we went and had breakfast. We left breakfast. I put the money down. We didn't eat our food, and we come in and started. You left breakfast, left the food there. Damn right I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to stand up for yourself, right? <laughs> oh my god now did you ever max out and then leave the gym and head another contest right right away right during well, that, so, that day I mean yeah this could be max every day <laughs> one time uh, me and Joe McCoy he was a phenomenal 198 pounder kid yeah and, I mean he was <clears throat> open world champion 19 yeah we challenged him as Don Dameron and Chuck and Don Dameron squat contest had him up yeah he was the biggest total wins well we won I'm last I went and I'm running my mouth and I turn around and uh, the gym is real small and Chuck's putting a bar. I said, what are you doing? He said, we're deadlifting now. I said, I don't recall no deadlift contest, but we're having one. <laughs> huh? We had one. I always said he was, he was uh, the best, he's the biggest loser I ever, the worst loser I ever saw. That's why he was a winner. <laughs> wow. 
He did not like to lose. <laughs> we're, we're one time we had three benches. You get bench wall 500. You got to go describe them, Sonny. My buddy got a huge spring coming. So we would leave here and we bench there. And I'm talking like at least 15 of us. There's three benches, like, you know, the, the top the top five, the middle five, and the little five. So we come in, I'm in the middle five. I said, hey, and you do the same time. I said, hey, we challenge you motherfuckers to a bench contest right now. And Logan looks at me and he goes, oh, Kesman, I'm out of shape. I said, motherfucker, you're always out of shape. Well, <laughs> he benched 390. I did a bit over 500. In three months, he benched 490. What? What? <laughs> Get that out of here. No, I'm serious. But see, that's what happens. Training partners. Training partners, man. You got to get up. Put, your, put them to the test. And my put me to the test every day. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's why I think that's what, you know, but with no one, we never, no one of our guys would ever be intimidated in a contest. There's no way you can intimidate us. Yeah. Everyone else is. <laughs> I mean, we, we weren't like tough guys or not there. We went to, but we had help. The hardest contest was in this behind these walls. Right here. Like. If you can survive this, you can survive anything. <laughs> That's what I showed you my gym. You can out jump. We had jump contests, sprint contests. Yeah. We, we lift out too. That's what you need to do. And they they come in my gym. They're savages, you know, man. If the guy don't like to compete, make it compete right now. Right. <laughs> I don't want to max out a bench. Well, we're going to. You know. <laughs> That's right. They had two choices: max out a bench or don't come back. That's. It has to be that way if you really, I mean, now, <laughs> I had to be a little different now, or I'd yeah. be echoes in there. <laughs> I mean, back then, man, everybody was jacked up strong. Now, did it change? It's not like that no more, is right? There's no people. They don't contest? They don't, they don't do the contests no more? I don't have the people. I can't find the people. They all really? Come. We went to a contest, take uh, a little bit over three grand, then uh, twenty-eight fifty. Yeah. same contest. 2,800, 2,800, same way class, they died. Yeah. 2,750, 2,705. This is in the same country. What? Right. <laughs> now, I got Eric. Now, are power lifters dwindling down? Is it the gear people? I think, like Eddie Cohen was talking to Eddie, and I think he's right. He said, you only got a single lift lifter. You don't have power lifters. Okay. That damn blue or something down the court is total 2,600 rolls. Wow. That's a hell of a total. Wow. But, I mean, for the most part, they're good in the deadlift, they're good in the bench. But that's it. Why do you think that is? I don't know if they don't want to, you know, take three more training. Maybe that's what it is. You got to actually train to do all three lists. Oh, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, now, here's the, now, if you do it, my kids come two, three, two, three times a week. How do you do the format? Lower body, diamond, ever, well, and lower body. Friday's mat. feet squat for us. Okay. We do 25 squats of deadlifts at the percent. Gotcha. All right. And then, you know, all this is Saturday, the benches, bench. you know, they bench and they do a second exercise. Gotcha. So we're trying to learn these shirts. We just got these shirts. Gotcha. All right. Monday is max effort. Well, we do six lifts. We do two different lifts and uh, max out on two of them. What different? What, which, like, give an example. It could be, it could be low box squat and a rack pull. Okay. All so right, you do okay. two? Two, always. I did. I took that format from you because I do a max out on a squat and I'll come back and do a heavy deadlift. Yeah, what are we doing back to back? Okay. Yes, I do the same okay, thing. All right. Do the same yeah, thing. And then on uh, Wednesday's max effort bench. Okay. It, you know, it could be benched and inclined or inclined and dumbbell or whatever. Do two of them. That's gotcha. how we do it. Gotcha. Push up, just keep pushing up the work. And you, well, now, what do you, you rotate? You do floor press, you do uh, anyway, board press. Whatever, whatever they, they need. <laughs> whatever. You come in the gym, you're going to see four different groups doing four different things. You know, we don't, the gym doesn't do one thing. Gotcha. They do, you got to do what you need. You know? Yeah. 
Everybody can't be trained the same. No, okay. <laughs> that's what happened to these, these college kids. They go to college, Ohio State, they do all the same thing. They don't, there's no, now Dr. Ray in Alabama, he, everybody does everything different. <laughs> everybody just gets their own program. Yeah. That's why they, they can't be beat. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said, I used to have a dynasty. I'm trying to get one again. Because <laughs> you get one, you want to keep it. <laughs> we won the national championship team title, which I don't care about. 93, 4, 5, 6, and 7. Yeah. And we had to leave that federation. Yeah. But we dominate wherever we went. Yeah. It doesn't matter where we You lived every, every, every federation? Any federation, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> There's no lifters out there, period, now. You don't yeah. see any little guys. Really? Who goes to power meets here? Oh, yeah. When's the last time you saw a legit 148 down? None. 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 <laughs> what the hell? I grew up, I, when it's Joe Bradley, this guy was uh, 396 bench and 132s, raw, he had 18 inch arm. What? That's right. Look him up. <laughs> wow. I mean, there's a ton of guys. Claude Hanser up for Detroit, Fred Tollins. Yeah. I mean, I'm going like, all these guys, I'm going, what the hell? Look like little Mr. Americas. <laughs> Americans just do a beast. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, that's why they couldn't. Why do you criticize athletes when they're the? They got the body that everybody wants, but everybody wants to shoot them down because they're <laughs> losers hate winners. Right. Yeah, I'll guarantee there's more losers listening to this than there is winners. <laughs> you think so? You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, this we're about, about wrap it up. Anything else you want to say? This is this is great, no, I man. Just, I'm glad you guys showed up, and I I really. I'm appreciative that you guys come to see me, number one. Yes. And number two, that you go out there and do the job you're doing. Because, listen, man, I, 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 you know, I started writing articles because the articles are so bad. And I wasn't being arrogant. I said, someone's got to write the truth. Yeah. I mean, articles are so stupid. No wonder these kids weren't going to work. And now <laughs> you guys have taken up, you know, you and a, a bunch of other guys, and you're training American youth. And hopefully they got enough sense to keep doing it when they get to college. Yeah, some don't, some don't listen, but they'd love us when they do it. I don't know. <laughs> they tell me what they're doing, I just shake my head. Because they're, 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 every kid should be able to get into get a scholarship if they want it. They put the work in. Every kid. And so much you know, talent in America that's ridiculous. If they, and they should be, they should, the sprinter should be winning the Olympics. They shouldn't, an Italian guy won no it. No one should be no There's no one should be American. Almost any track event. Right. There's too many. There's too many model athletes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like I don't. I, I don't. I. I wish Olympic weightlifting would figure it out. Yeah. Because they always say they don't have any people. <laughs> How come powerlifting dominate the world? Right. We dominate the world, but we got the same people they do. <laughs> and I don't understand. Yeah, you know, they don't. I don't understand. I just wish they would change how they think. It's a scrap. You know. I've had guys come here, I had two guys, and well, I think, it was, I can't remember, a couple companies, that they didn't believe that bands could do what they did. Had bands put over the bar, and the guy breaks the record in the clean right then and there. I said, dude, I told you. But I had a guy, um, ex-quarterback at LSU, he's six foot five, yeah. had a 340 clean for a year, and I'm gonna tell you, another guy, same thing for coffee's gym, 340 clean for a year. They came up there, and in 45 minutes, they did 365. What? Work up the bands, take off the bands, start over, and they, it is that freaking simple. Why did they think we use bands? And if you told me a better way, you think I'm not going to use it? I'm going to use it. <laughs> it was oh funny my because my, my guy runs my company, Tom. He's, you know, he's in there rolling with Matt Brown one day, right? Now Matt Brown, you're Matt Brown. You're way over your head. And Carlos Cabela is a jiu-jitsu coach. 
He's telling Matt what to do. Hmm. Tom goes, damn, aren't you supposed to be telling me what to do? <laughs> you know, that's, that's how it is. But doesn't Tom grapple with the fighters in the, the bus spot? No more. Literally. <laughs> 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 you got back Oh, uh, we did? Oh my God! Yeah, you don't hang with him. <laughs> well, he, he was a boxer, wasn't he? He did some Muay Thai. You did know, he? Before he ever came here. Okay. Yeah. I remember he said he came over from Ireland and he had a degree. Right. And he said I didn't learn nothing from that degree. I learned more in a month than I learned. That's right. Everybody does. That I learned. Well, a he came here. You know, it cost him I think thirty-five grand. Yeah. And nine, and nine years to become a citizen. You know, you talk about the dreamers. I love Mexicans, dude. I love fighting. Yeah. You know, the dreamer wants to become a citizen. Go hire an attorney. <laughs> you will become a citizen. Take the money like everybody, like Tommy does. Yeah. You become, you know, I'm just getting on my government. <laughs> you know, crappy ass government we got right now. <laughs> oh man, they they tell the truth. It's, I mean, that's all you gotta do. It's a legal system you're supposed to go through. <laughs> Or, or get marry somebody, get in there. I don't even know if that works. It didn't work for Tom. It didn't work. What? I think I didn't get married. Oh, no. Well, he did get married, but I didn't get him a citizenship. What? He, then he had to prove he was married and show all kind of pictures. And, <laughs> just, I don't know. I know one thing. I bet if I walked across the border in Russia, I'd be shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about North Korea. I wouldn't even, you wouldn't get close to the border. <laughs> they know your ass. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's the problem today. There's not people good for running the country. America, where are you now? Don't you care about your sons and daughters? Yeah. Don't you know we need you now? We can't fight alone against the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's what's going on. <laughs> man, you could you, you got legacy. You can have another dynasty, man. You're changing the game. We're trying to change the sports performance game for sure. And you know, it's, it's, it's against the guys. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I don't care what it costs or what. <laughs> I get the guys. And how? And your women and two getting strong too. Every it's only got one. I got one. Yeah. Wow. At least we should be the best one. Oh, gonna be the best ever. <laughs> she's uh, right now. She's seventy pounds off of. Wow. And this me here, she should jump 50, 60 of that. Really? <clears throat> oh yeah. She's gonna exceed Laura Phelps pound for pound of grades. Really? Well, it kind of had a vendetta. Yeah. Because when she left this gym and he told her she would never be a 48, he told me that too, the guy. Really? Well, like, you know who you're talking to. <laughs> she had, like, her total was like 1,300. Wow. Now she's done 1,650. What? Yeah, in two years. <sighs> Broke the total record four times. Wow. It went to 1,565 and 48. She moved up to there, went to since she couldn't. Yeah. 1,565, now it's 1,650. <sighs> this meet, we're looking to go this is Tennessee. real close to the 1,685. That would make her the greatest of all time. I'd have the three greatest women of all time. Wow. I got a million men, you know. <laughs> million men. How many records have you set for men? All total. I mean, I, I've always preached we had over 150. Last 16 months, we broke, I want to tell you, 12. Yeah. 12 more. Wow. We're going to break more down there. Wow. One month, we'll break more records. Oof. That's, what, that's why we go to meets. <laughs> you know, you notice in track, normally, they'll run a, a kid will run a fast time and they never run it again. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. See, that's, that's where things have to change. That's sad. They need new stimulus. A lot of my kids go to college, and yeah. they, they decrease. Oh, dude. They decline. I've seen it. They decline. But Shalon, her roommate, went to uh, Columbia, of course, Columbia. Yeah. I wrote the guy a letter. Did you? I said, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and she came back. She gave, She got heavy. She did? Uh. I mean, she's a bit bigger than Kylie, but, you know, she's built. She got, she got overweight. I'm like, how in the hell do you gain weight running track? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, girl, this girl's straight up a genius. Really? I mean, she's making... 
design missiles for the United States Army. <laughs> That's pretty smart girl. You know? So you came back overweight and a little slow? Yes. Wow. And she, I would have her, she jumped on the pitch five, come back, couldn't jump 42. That's the girl this that happened was. a couple times. What? Yeah, and I, and I wrote him a letter. It's a nice letter, but I said, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to change what you're doing. You wrote him a letter. I wrote him a letter. <laughs> I sure did. I thought that's, I mean, that's not a coach, is it? How do you go from 55, you can't jump over 42? Wow. That's a massive drop. That's, you're telling me. <laughs> that's a insane drop right there. Yeah. My yeah. goodness. You got girls jumping on 50. I, I need to get one. I need to grow. I got one girl that's close. I got two girls jumping on a 54. Yeah. I need I need to get one a little higher, man. I, that's, I'll get the Sh Shalana, she just stayed, went to high state. Yeah. She did jump on 60. I mean, she's talented. Like, Ooh. Yeah. She, there's no doubt. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. I mean, I'd like money that she would jump on 60. Damn. That's freaky. That's freaky. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, pull 360 like nothing. People pull 360? Yeah. Kylie pulled 400 than me. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. She probably, is that a, like, is it any run, is it raw? Is it raw? Raw. God. How much does you weigh? About 138. What? Is that, this has got to be a national record. No. For high school? Oh, I don't know. We didn't give a damn about that. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't believe in teenager master living. Oh, he was one more record. One number. One number. <laughs> yeah. God. Old man. I mean, I'm hitting on every young girl I can see, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you're old, and what, you're going to let me hit you five times before the fight starts, then I'm going to pretty much win every fight. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be that. When you're old, you're old. Just accept it. <laughs> Oh my God, man! But I, I had these kids, you know, I mean, super strong teenagers. And I wanted to realize that one day you're going to compete against adults. Pure, they're beating them anyhow. So why work? You know, why one day all of a sudden you go from being a kid to a man? No, you're going to be a man right now. Yeah. I hated kids when I was. I didn't like kids. When I, was I worked with adults. I told you the block tender. Yeah. Twelve on. I never worked less than nine hours a day. Wow. And so I was around adults. I just got where I didn't like kids. <laughs> I, I didn't want to compete with kids. That's why I lifted weights. Yeah. That got you strong on that manual labor. You tell me. <laughs> got me real they don't do that no more. There's no manual labor. No. These, these kids are weak when they come in. I know. They need something. That's why the best thing you can do is that sled and wheelbarrow, I think. Yeah. It's the closest thing you can go to manual labor. <laughs> you know, instead of like maybe even four hours a day, at least 45 minutes, yeah. it beats nothing. They don't even mud a lot no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mud a lot. They're young, though. You're supposed to be a kid with a lot, man. <laughs> They don't do anything. We play video you ever, games. You ever look at those pictures in the 30s, 40s, 50s? Every guy, man, in that picture would get kicked your ass. Go <laughs> well, look at some of them. You know, like every woman looks like they would kick your ass. You didn't see no fat people. When I was right. a kid, you know, you know, you'd pay a dollar to see a fat woman. <laughs> I'd pay a dollar to see a hot chick now. <laughs> All you have to do is a couple bucks a day. <laughs> I mean, there was no fat people when I grew up. Oh my goodness! I, I walk around the Sorry, girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right though. Oh, you're, you're right, man. You're right. You're right. You're right. They, no, every like the Victoria's Secret models, they got rid of the big. <laughs> you're, right. You're, right. you're right. You're right. It's not for the men. You're it's right. For the girls. You're, you're right. That was a role model. You're not telling me you want every young little girl wants to look like that. Yes. But not, now, now what? They got intimidated Yeah, they got rid of that. They got plus size now. No. <laughs> they, they were the girls are intimidated by it. 
They're like, man, they look, they look too good. You know, like the guys that mess with me and get me down won't be around. Yeah. And I said, well, next time, I'm, they're not going to run around quite as much. <laughs> that was my goal. I mean, I know I'm not going to beat them, but if I was, I got beat up quite as bad as I did last time. <laughs> you know, that was always my goal. I didn't mind. They're going to get me, you know. This mm-hmm. Carter's Gravelli come in and shave my hand, call me the master. The master, and he shake my hand right away, grab my wrist, and it was on. Took you down. Every, well, he tried. <laughs> he choked me out about a few times. But, I mean, that was it, you see. So every time. But my goal, now Tom, Tom had a bet that uh, I could, he couldn't choke me out in, in a minute. <laughs> he tried to take you out? Yeah. Oh, we my God. in Cincinnati, and he's filming, and he goes, he tells the people about the story. He says, we got a bet that I could I could choke him out in a minute. And, and um what I said, I said, no, Carl, there's a bunch of people. I said, no, Carl, I'm going to choke you out in a minute. He said, you win. <laughs> <laughs> you brave to wrestle these fighters, MMA guys, man. I mean, some of them, they play pretty well. I know. When <laughs> you get your arm board out of socket, did Damn. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't take some jiu-jitsu fight these guys. Hey, when you grow up, there wasn't nothing like that around here. <laughs> nothing. I got in the right sport. Yeah. Obviously, looking back. And then, you started out playing baseball, right? Yeah, I was a real good baseball player. Yeah. When I was 15, I played, I was terrible in school. So when I was 15, I played for a, a low farm club for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Uh, Pirates. Yeah. And I, I started, I played right field and batted third. Really? But you had a lot of home runs, didn't you? Yeah. I was stronger, I was stronger than men. <laughs> you had five men stronger than me. 14 years. 14 years. Right, 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 right. Well, that's why you had home runs. Yeah, exactly. My baseball players, when they get strong, I had a softball player. She walks in that belt squat with 12 plates. Jen Slanovic, her, she swung with 82 miles an hour. <laughs> I think Texas a and the coach, I finally met her, you know, for females. Yeah, uh, softball, Every right? girl on the team, she told me, could box squat, three, parallel box squat 300 pounds. Softball, right? Yeah, softball. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I tell my girls, you got to get 300 pounds. Because yeah. I, I heard you say that. Yeah. you got to get 300 that's pounds. That's what her girls did. Yeah. SEC, that's top notch. Yeah. You know, them girls are powerful. Uh, yeah. Those are, the, those are the track throwers now that they play in softball now. <laughs> Some girls are big girls, you know. They throwing the ball at 80 miles an hour almost, <laughs> swinging 80 miles an hour. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't fight one of them girls either. No, nope, I wouldn't. Either. <laughs> <laughs> just buy them dinner for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Drop them off. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! My goodness, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, it's been great. I'm gonna, I shoot, I'm gonna come back out. In the fall too. You, you guys just keep up what you're doing, man. Man, definitely, really definitely. Appreciate. It. I hope the kids and every and the parents appreciate what you guys are doing. Yeah, they they think they think they, everybody at the podcast can test. They think these these coaches here, man, for sure. Yeah. You know, because there's nothing in Oklahoma like that. There's nothing in Atlanta, hard. There's nothing in Cali like that. So they're like they're blessed to have these coaches there. And in Pennsylvania, I try to do the same thing. <laughs> you know. Got it. Needs to be just got, got to change. Got to change, like man. Like a lot of things here, it's got to change. The training's got to change. <laughs> Damn, this ain't 1960. You know? <laughs> right. It's got to change. Man, I think there is it's this, uh, man, it's a textbook. They don't teach it in school. Mm-hmm. So the people with the, with the degrees, they don't learn taught right. So right. it's hard to change. It's, yeah, it's hard to listen, listen from a guy like me and you, you know, in the private sector. Right. So it is. hopefully one day they'll wake up, see these athletes go backwards. I know. <laughs> no kidding. All right, my friend. All right. Definitely. Thank okay. you. Just a reminder. Also, you can also DM me for online programming. You can also DM me for the Bird Sports Performance Mentorship and Training Certification. 
in which you will learn about all about training and training strength and speed and mobility and flexibility and throwing velocity and swinging velocity, all that type of stuff. Um, all you got to do is just hit me up on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can email me, whatever you got to do. But if you have any questions or any um, podcast you want to hear about in the future, just also DM me all, also as well. We'll try to touch on those things for you. Thanks a lot. Oh, 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 o